0: bringing you the most up-to-date discussions from the reptile world. Visit thereptilereport.com every day to stay on top of the latest reptile news and information. We encourage you to visit the site and submit your exciting reptile news, photos, and links so we can feature outstanding breeders and hobbyists just like you. The Reptile Report offers powerful branding and marketing exposure for your business, and the best part is, it's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you got to check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex. Wait, more, or other keywords, and use our buy it now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your marketplace account to your ship your reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the marketplace to sell your animals and supplies, and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad. It also gets fed to the reptile report and our powerful marketplace Facebook page. Buying and is selling? Use shipyourreptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rate. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animal successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship the reptile successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time, Arrival Insurance Program. We got you covered. Visit TheReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animal. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit shipreptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.
1: Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your host, Eric Burks. And Owen McIntyre.
2: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. I'm pretty pumped tonight. Uh, We're talking carpet pythons again. You know, Owen, we said uh, last year that we wouldn't try to expand our horizons and, and spread our wings and touch on other subjects and... It seems like we've sort of not done that. I guess because it is the season for carpet pythons. I mean, this is the time um, where everything and, cool is happening, you know. And this is Morelia Python Radio.
1: Not everything else, but Morelia Python Radio. I mean, this is
2: we do. Correct, you are,
1: sir. To, <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's like you know, it's you get what you're freaking paid for. This is what your – are like. This is the show. So
3: yes, yes we're the award-winning the show. Yes. God damn right! Any day <laughs>
1: Are we going to open with that from now on? With the award-winning show or the award-winning host? Can
2: we please? Well, we're not my the award-winning host. <laughs> I'm just the award-winning I,
1: winning show. <laughs> if it, it, I count it. It's fine. It's good. Uh, like it.
3: but,
1: yeah, um, man. It, but you're right. Here's the thing: it's like this is the time for carbon pythons, but it's also we encountered some cool shit. Like, we had the the Silver Peppered Inland show. Now we're doing, we tracked down Mike, we're doing this. Um, we had a show with just you and me. Was that last week? I don't remember. We yeah. blend together. <laughs> so mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we'll eventually go and hit on something a little bit different, but for right now, it's Moralia time.
2: So, yeah. enjoy. Well, I think, yeah. I think from what I see from the ratings and stuff, which Blog Talk has changed their ratings, so it's kind of like a little bit I know, it's a little different, so I, I, can't, yeah. I can't understand it 100% as of yet. It's, <laughs> it seems like, because now they, they calculate it on how many listens per day. So, like, before they used to tell you, like, how many listens per month, per year. Right. You could see, like, right. how, you know, per episode, and then it, it just gives you a grand total. But it seems like now it's just like it just shows you how many people listen to the episode in a day, and then how many people listen through the whole show and you know I don't know it's weird but from what i see it's you know i guess people are getting into carpet pythons which is uh, a little freaking pretty, pretty sweet also i mentioned that our
1: big day for listening is probably like wednesday so it is i knew it so it's like a <laughs> bunch of people just like those <laughs> it's a bunch of people just like to like they they can't listen live so or some people who like myself don't just wait for that little thing in the little podcast and it goes bing, you have a new podcast, it's downloaded and then you're like, Oh my god, if you start listening to it. So, like, all my cleaning gets done, uh like I don't care if there could be no cleaning that's done needs to be done in the snake room, I will find cleaning to be done if there's a new serial podcast on. Like I will somehow <laughs> find work to do. Right. So I can listen to the podcast immediately. So, so um I imagine a lot of people we've said are, you know, on the way to work. Uh I know several people said that they like to screen their steering wheel when we're talking half the time or
2: <laughs> yeah. if we're saying
1: something really stupid. Or yeah, so it's it's that kind of stuff. Plus, yeah, I uh from people I'll get text messages from people on Wednesday for shit I've said on Tuesday. So Yeah, I
2: know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I know. Uh, one the one thing I did I screwed up last week was uh, Tinley Park. Apparently, Tinley Park is this weekend. <laughs> it is not uh, this weekend. I, yeah. I, I think you. I'm like, so Tinley is not this
1: weekend. You're like, God, we. Suck.
2: I'm like, yeah, yeah. well, right <laughs> yeah, now.
1: <laughs>
2: so uh, again, uh, yeah, it's this weekend. Yeah, it's it's. I know why I didn't go now because it was on my birthday and I couldn't I couldn't leave for my birthday. Which is, you know, and that's kind of... It's a thing, yeah. And it's kind of messed up that I can't do what I want on my birthday. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, but, is, a little, yeah. that is a little shitty. Um,
1: yeah.
2: And I know They're, why I didn't go is because
1: of, you know, I don't have the money or the means and I don't want to. So, yeah. Uh, so, there's there's that. Plus, if I'm not going out there with, like, you guys, what the hell's the point? Am I going to fly? And if then... That if I fly, that'll be when somehow there'll be some vendor dealer there that has like a bin filled with like rough scales, white list, female pythons for like a hundred dollars. Yeah. And it'll be like you know, buy now, take now, no shipping, and I'll be like, oh my god! So you know, it's that's when Owen rents a car and drives back from Chicago. So <laughs> it, it it'd be it'd be one of those things. So I I I am sending friends with shopping lists.
2: Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's always uh, shopping list. A uh, Timor pythons. Yeah, you're on no, the Timor on python the kick, man. Are,
1: <laughs> I I am so badly, and it, it and I'm not doing it. I will not do it.
2: You will not, not heed still. the warning of the python gurus like Nick Mutton or Ryan Young. You're just gonna give in. You're just gonna do it. You just say fuck <laughs> it. I'm giving it a to, try. You
1: forgot, you forgot to mention Rob because I'm. You said he was telling you that I was stupid about that. So um, <laughs> um, I am, I will not get the Timors and I will tell you why. Because unfortunately for the Timor pythons, there are two pythons that are above them on the list that need to come here in the summertime. First okay. is I need Inland. a pair of black. No. black oh. Okay. Okay. I need I need the blackface. It it hurts my soul that I have like five goldface white lips and no blacks here. Like I don't understand. So
2: I don't know what face, you're talking lips. about, man. Chad cooked you up to a good deal the last time we were at Tinley Park. I knew
1: <laughs>
2: They were right there, man. And I hated.
1: Do you remember I hated myself <laughs> the rest of the day when yeah. I said I couldn't do it. Like, do you remember the look on my face and how pissed off I was? Yeah. I want to avoid that again. <laughs> so, um, I talked to Chad and numerous other breeders who are going to have the black phase and I am on everybody's list. So those will be that that will be rectified. Um, the other thing is, I definitely want inlands, but the inlands might get bounced if I find uh, if somebody produces rough scales this year because I want another pair.
2: So well, it's, it's looking like that's a strong possibility. I I know My mm. boys Mm. Mm. Anyway (laughs) Um, So
1: that's it So Timors are on the list They're really on the list And I swear to God If people don't stop posting pairs Of like babies and juveniles That they have for sale It's like where did all these come from Do people like listen That what I'm pining for And that's what's on freaking Fauna and Kingsnake right now (laughs) It's like Jesus freaking Christ if one more person comes out of the woodwork with baby Timors, I'm gonna lose my damn mind. So that's exactly what I want too. I want baby babies. So they're on the list. I promise you, they're on the list.
2: Okay. All right. Not yet. Um, right. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Okay. I uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited just with carpet pythons, man. I'm pretty content. You know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm living the dream. I am living the dream, man. You know, it's all right. I mean, you you could be like exactly. See, that's the
1: thing: is be interested and be happy with the pythons you have. My 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 blood python's gonna have babies, and I don't know what the hell to do with that. It's like, (laughs) like, uh, are you really excited? It's like, I'm sure they're gonna look cool. I think I don't know. Ask
2: Matt. It's like you know. (laughs)
1: where we're at with this thing.
2: So, yeah, I'll probably be more excited about them than you will. <laughs> I know,
1: which is why it'll be like, you know, like, these are awesome, like, yeah, if you say so. So yeah. it's like, you know, Matt's probably going to get a female blood python in the summertime. He's going to be like, just freaking keep her. So it's like, you know, and I don't know what the hell to do with the babies.
2: Um, oh, dude, sex so, and them thing. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I refuse. I refuse. Uh, I refuse to do it. Come on man, it's a rite so, of passage. It's not for nah, a club well, it is not. No, maybe. I am not. It wasn't that bad, but apparently I was doing it wrong and uh you know, Matt kept telling me don't do it. Not that not that I was doing it wrong, but I just was uh, I was lined up to get bit constantly. <laughs> I just kept getting bit like the whole time. Just like bit and pissed on, you know. And it's like the whole time. I career. don't I don't want that. I do not want to do that. <laughs> so but yet, but you want t <laughs> Don't get it. and that'll make sense. <laughs>
1: See, but this is, here's the thing, and that's, this, is how I ration, this is how I rationalize the t Right. That is now the end of my rationalization for the t So, Because okay. pl- you don't have yeah, them. The better argument is is that I, I, I'm used to psychopathic pythons, like the white lips, and I'm used to animals that are just freaking filthy, like the goddamn Dominican Red Mountain Boas. So uh-huh. why not get an animal that appeals to me that it's a Dominican Red Mountain Boa? What?
2: Right on both fronts, right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. So the team wears something about a blood. I mean, they're 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 cool. Uh, you know, Matt and Lon. When you talk to them, can get you psyched up about it, and they they do look really cool, especially the black ones. But they're not. They're just not me. Hold I mean, on! It,
2: hold on! Hold, they, hold on! Hello, all Blood Python fans out there. I apologize for the statement that's about to be made. Go ahead. Proceed. (laughs) They're just
1: not. (laughs) 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 They're not me. I just, I can't. (laughs) They're not. not, I can't. I I tried to get psyched about them, and I, I do enjoy all
2: reptiles,
1: but not to the extent where I want to keep them. So a
2: wise man once told yeah. me um, a wise man once told me, You do you, Boo. Exactly. <laughs> so, so
1: I gave I gave them a shot and and you know it was tragic. So <laughs> and you know and, and and you know, this is of course on the heels of um you know, if 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 Matt were to offer me teen egg babies, I'd probably try it again just because I absolutely love the way the teen eggs look. Right. So, you know, maybe these are just the wrong ones for me. So I don't know. Maybe we'll give them a shot later down the road. But the, the you know, they take like the Amazon tree bows. I, those they, they need to leave because I'm tired of them. <laughs> I, <tried> them. <laughs> oh. I don't like the death from above and all that other crap that they instill, and they're so tiny. And I think the one is pregnant, which is exactly what I want now, is more of them. But, yeah, so, again, I tried it. Don't, not me, going to move on. So, and, so, and yeah. that, that's what happens. You, you you try a species, you either love it and get more of it or get into it or you get out of it. Like, I tried Liasis when you gave me Glitch. And that exploded into all of them. So that's a thing that fits me. Um but bloods nah, not bloods and boas. Just doesn't
2: nah. Doesn't do it. Yeah. The um <clears throat> the uh the one thing that I've been doing is uh I've been going back and listening to uh past episodes. Uh of Oh ours. Lord. Yeah. Great. So it's actually pretty funny.
1: Um, no, it's not.
2: It can't be. You, it's got to be tragic. If you go back, no, I this, will never do it. You no. said glitch, right? And yes. that whole story was back. Uh, you know, um, on one of the episodes well, that I was on listening to. Facebook feed. Uh, yeah. I
1: mean, those pictures. He was. Resi- he was that. He was from that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So uh, I was listening to probably one of my favorite episodes of all time. One of my favorites is the one with uh, Sean Christian from um, from MP, and um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's so cool. You like listening back for one. I, in, I was I was talking to Rob about this earlier, but for one, like you don't realize how much you don't know at the time. Like time like in five oh. years from now, I'm sure I'm look back and I'll say, "Man, you were stupid," <laughs> you know. And then like, so I'm listening back to like. Just just us talking about keeping reptiles and our experiences and like, man, we we just We're wow. idiots.
4: We're, we just we stuck
2: like our oh our, my God. our one thing was you were reading a question or something and uh when I write when I write the questions I write them out and I'm just hoping that, you know, it would be the question that you would ask or whatever. sometimes like now right. you'll you'll ask the question but then you'll ask your own questions off of that question or whatever, as as we talk. But back then, it was right, like we stuck right. to this script, word, <laughs> and like, word. and it was We're like kidding. screwed up or something. So, uh, <laughs> screwed well, it up, right? I, but here's the funniest we, part: you go no, like this. I don't want to. You say. <laughs> you say well, Eric doesn't trust me with 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 asking questions. So maybe one day when I can ask questions, uh, I won't have to read these stupid papers.
1: <laughs> that's never ended. So, I'm still not oh, trusted man. to talk or ask yeah. questions. So, uh, it's, but <laughs> see, that's why I don't go back and listen. It's right, like, right there. It's like no. Yeah, so what, I can't.
2: What? I, what I've been doing is I was listening to uh we're doing a I've been posting up on um on Thursdays, throwback Thursday, our old episodes and uh I just post the link over on the uh on the uh Facebook page and uh you know, I I just started listening to it and it's it's I don't know, it's just weird like you know, back then we're talking about uh you know, zebra jags and like we're so excited about zebra jags, like, Oh my god, Oh my God! It's gonna be, you know, like Holy we're talking about granite jacks. jacks. We're like, Oh my God! It's the coolest thing ever. Oh, I'm so pumped and excited. I can't wait to produce it. Oh my God! It's like, and uh, you know today we're no, like, like yeah, yeah, zebra jack.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny yeah. because when, looking back, at, even at that clutch with the incubator, with that that zebra jack, um, eventually you you eventually I, I got him from you. So it was like, Oh my God. This jag that produced a bit, he's here now.
2: So it's like,
1: yeah, it's almost like you hold this animal in such high regard, and yet a few years down the road, he's not even yours anymore.
2: So yeah, so it's like, um, uh, so this was like when we did the one with Sean. It was kind of early on in the in the very beginning, and um, it was funny because at the time you were still like, you know, I just do I coastal, like my coastal type of guy. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, know, if we're talking about anything else, you you know. I don't know. I do Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Reason number two, I can't listen to the backstories. But (laughs) it's like, but every once in a while, I do like to think, what the hell had I never joined the show? I'd probably just have nothing but freaking coastal still. And none of those animals would be in there. It's all freaking your fault in the
2: show. So, (laughs) God damn it. We're a bad influence on you. We'll
1: see you. of course we are, because now I'm a reptile nut who gets to sit down and talk to other reptile nuts. I had a blood python, for goddamn damn sake. Like, yeah. How did that happen? I got negotiated into that. So.
2: <laughs> nice. So, okay, Mike's going to be calling. Well, tonight's, let's do this first. Uh, tonight's guest is mm-hmm. Mike Croft. Uh, Mike is, uh, yes. Mike's been a uh, loyal uh, follower of the show, and uh, he is uh, in... Um, he has pretty amazing collection man I mean he has yeah. uh he has some top notch animals. He reminds me of a lot of like i mean we'll get on and we'll talk about how many animals that he has um but it seems like he's a guy that just kinda like lays under the under the radar and he he just he has some awesome stuff some going
1: people on, so. and some people like
2: laying under the radar it's it's one of those things yeah, so yeah. uh yeah, he's a real cool dude uh and he's here on the East Coast which even makes him cooler. Uh so um we're going to be talking to him in a couple minutes. Um it seems like we are uh in the again with uh, carpet pythons but we're in the carpet fest time of year. Um yes. So we got we got a bunch of uh things that we want to just mention at the beginning of the show. Um I guess the first one that I would throw out there let's just do the um so unfortunately we can't go to this one because it's on the same day as ours but uh the twenty sixteen yeah. uh Southwest the Southwest Carpet Fest is in um where is the Pazo – Oh man what was the name of the place well it's in California. Um let's see It's held at Living Legless Reptiles, um, Okay. and it's at 12 noon on May 20th, uh, and I guess they're going to go late into the night. Uh, They're doing a barbecue and all that stuff. um, Which is awesome. 21st – oh, this is pretty cool. They're going to do a herping uh, adventure at the local uh, hiking spot. Um, So you want to talk to – you want to RSVP to Travis Johnson. Uh, For the address, Mm -hmm. who's coming with you, uh, so they have a head count for food. Um, They'll be able to get you um, local hotel information and all that kind of stuff. Uh, There's hotels by there, uh, so it should be a good time. So it's Friday, May 20th, and Saturday, May 21st. Uh, The Southern Carpet Fest is April 30th. And Austin uh wanted me to uh give people a heads up because they're doing shirts. So if you're interested in a shirt, um Austin uh Warwick uh just uh, give them a P uh just give them a PM on Facebook, um uh, with the size and the quantity. Um no later than ten o'clock tonight. So I mean basically it's crunch time. Um also uh, another way to get in contact um with them other wait a minute also another way to get in contact with them on facebook the shirts are 22 bucks a piece um and all proceeds of the shirts will go to USARC um and uh let's see and when you do uh message him he will uh let you know how to uh how to pay for it so um if you're looking for uh for a shirt, uh definitely hit him up. Uh so and if you're going to be um that's uh, Bill, uh you know Bill mm-hmm. uh, Eagles, uh he's the host. And um it's uh there, he's predicting that there's going to be quite a number of people uh coming down April 30th. I know I'm headed down. I don't know about you, Owen. and you're on the fence. You haven't answered me yet one way or the mm-hmm. other. But we will do another hey hey <laughs> hey 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 hey
1: we have discuss this if you remember yeah. correctly of course not. i'm old <laughs> <laughs> I i'm old again i i have no excuse i remember things you apparently are off skipping through a field of flowers half the time i'm talking so yeah,
2: um, we will discuss
1: uh, it again after the show
2: okay so um the uh yeah, April thirtieth and uh the last last because this is their second one. Um last year it was uh more than just carpet people. Um you know, you had ball right. python people there. There was um that guy, uh, Ezra that I was talking about. Um uh he uh he keeps venomous, uh, Michael Pennell was there, uh um, uh, you know, uh Sean Christian's supposed to come. Um you know it's just a it's just a huge uh it's, it's a huge group of people it's a great time to just hang out and talk snakes and reptiles and um have some good food and good times you know so uh they're expecting us to bring cheesesteaks steaks uh <laughs> and philly pretzels uh other than that <laughs> well that well that was last on a plane ride?
1: how do you transport I, a cheesesteak? i don't know <laughs> See, no that's, that, that's a Philadelphia problem, because I've never had to transport cheesesteak over a long distance. It was usually <laughs> in my hands to the nearest table or flat surface that it could be easily eaten off of. So yeah. it was like, you don't know, what do you mean traveling long distance with it? You just eat
2: it. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, November, uh, November 20th. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, my God. Uh, um, we are so far <laughs> out now. May 21st. Saturday is the Northeast Carpet Fest. The uh, Northeast Carpet Fest is that day, um and obviously it's going to be in Birdsboro. Uh, Owen is hosting. Uh, it's going to be uh, a good time. You know, I don't want to put down the other Carpet Fest because if you're in the area, you definitely should come. But there's something to say about being the original, right? Right? Am I wrong? Uh, well, you know yep. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything, we could brag a little bit. Everything started you know? here. And I and
1: I am going to put up a list on – I was thinking about this today. Um, I'm going to put up a list because I have like, – over this year I've been, like, stacking – like, stocking my bar area mm-hmm. with, like, a whole bunch of different alcohols. You've seen it. So yes. I almost want to put noticed. up a list on Carpevis, be like, what should Owen include in the bar area and just see what happens. And just so, so you know, I was so jealous – of Bill's margarita machine. I was looking at them today. I almost bought
2: one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we might have to rent one of them, my man. But uh, I'm looking into that. Um, One of the – I know you can rent those, uh, you know, like pina colada machines and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody keeps messaging me about if I'm bringing uh, the um, uh, apple pie. Um, And that's not a pie, people. That's the um, – that is a jar that Owen nearly died when he consumed it
1: when Eric left it here. I mean, like, there's <laughs> still one here. It's right there. I'm looking right at it. But yeah. you after Fest, I cracked one of those open, and I was, like, playing video games, just drinking. I think I called you the next day going, I don't know how, but I just woke up on the floor of my bar. It's like that was
2: yeah.
1: – I don't yeah, remember what happened. It, it was good and
2: that's dead very dead. bad.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, so. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to be bringing some of that because uh, people keep asking about that. So, uh, and uh, as we get closer, we'll you know get together a list of food. As far as shirts and all that goes, I don't know. I have to touch base, I guess, with Zach or feet. I know he's kind of busy, so we might have to just repeat a shirt or something, or change the color, or you know what I mean, something like that. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's where we are for that. So a lot of Carpet Fest going on. I mean, it's uh, pretty much you got the whole United States covered right there. Uh, If you're on the East Coast, you have a place to go. If you're down South, you have a place to go. If you're out on the West Coast, you have a place to go. Um, If you want to go to all three, you could do that too. Uh, You know, life's short, man. Plane ticket, you know, you spend $500 on a snake, Spend uh, two hundred dollars on a ticket, and uh, you know you might uh, make new friends, uh, make new connections, learn a few things. Um, you know, I don't know. Just it's just a good time, man. Uh, and again, I should say because uh, uh, Buddy was asking us about talking about you know making it a Morelia Fest. Um, you know, Contra people. open to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I come. don't care if you keep garter snakes, man. You want to come and hang out? Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just it doesn't you, make a you,
1: difference if to you, me. If you're if you're, a, if you're a ball python person and you come and you're talking to me and I get that glassy glazed look in my eye, just assume nothing's happening and it's nothing sinking in
2: and I'm somewhere else. But continue talking and please come. Yeah, this is what you have to say. You know, don't say the <laughs> word ball python. Just say you keep Royal yeah. Pythons. If you keep Royal Pythons, you're you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Enough of us babbling. Let's get Mike on here. Let's get this going. He's sitting here on hold um as we ramble. Uh but uh Mike, welcome to Moralia Python Radio. Uh glad to have you. Glad you could come and hang out with us. What's Hey, hey what's going on, Mike?
5: Can you hear me? Yeah,
2: yeah, you're good. good can
1: hear you hear me fine? All right. All right. Good. So, what's going on? Uh, We're doing the normal thing we do on a Tuesday night and that's (laughs) talking to each other and somebody else. So, uh, (laughs) so, Mike, why don't we just go right for it? Uh,
5: How did you get in, how did you get started in reptiles? All right. Um, I was kind of lucky enough when I was a kid. uh, My father was, into the hobby pretty big, uh, back in the day before the ball, uh, Python morph craze. And, um, mm. back when, uh, you know, just bull snakes were cool because they're cool. Um, mm. so when I was a kid growing up, we had a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of colubrids, uh, a lot of bellas and, um, some pythons and such. My whole basement was full And all I did after school was spend time in the woods looking for snakes. Um, You know, most kids were doing other things. I was walking in the woods looking for snakes and uh, turtles and stuff. Um, So, basically, that's how I got into it. Um, What really got me hooked to where I started getting obsessed was we found, on one herping trip, we found an eastern worm snake that looked gravid. Mm-hmm. So my father brought it home for for me. And he said, let's see if it lays eggs and we'll hatch them and release them. So uh, he set it up in, like, one of those little five-gallon, uh, like they use for the better fish, five-gallon aquariums with the glass lid on top with some peat moss. And uh, mm-hmm. sure enough, I went to check on one day after school, and they're, they're still tiny when they hatch. Oh, yeah. Um, And there they were. And ever since then, I was pretty much hooked. Um, then I got obsessed with turtles. I kind of went through stages, um, which I think a lot of people do where, you know, they're, they're, uh, one thing. So they want to keep that. Then they keep that for a little while. And then they go through another stage where they like that thing. Mm -hmm. until they kind of grow into deciding what, what really makes them go and what they're passionate about. Um, And uh, that's pretty much how I got to where I am today. Cool.
2: Very cool. It's cool uh, to... Who's that?
5: Uh, Ted Thompson. When I was... um, Yeah. Back when he was first uh, getting into it, he lived right over the uh, Maryland PA line. Mm
3: -hmm. And
5: uh, him and my father talked a lot on the phone, and my dad was... You know, include me a lot in those trips we drive up to his farm. And uh, I was just going to tell you, you know, being young like that and uh, being crazy about reptiles, wanting to learn everything, going up to Ted's place was just amazing for me. I mean, you'd walk in and just, uh, I mean, it, two floors. I mean, you look over to the left, there's a nine, ten foot croc monitor. You walk, Jesus. into, you Yeah, you walk into a room and I mean, it's just, there's nothing but racks um um uh, it's back when he first uh brought some of those Carolina pygmies up um and he was showing me where he got bit, you know, showing me his thumb, and then we'd walk into a closet and you'd think it was a wall and he'd he'd mo- he'd there was a little handle attached to it, and he'd open it up, and it was a walk in incubator hidden in the wall, jeez so, uh, like that was a big part of that of me kind of getting uh passionate and wanting to get into snakes myself too so
2: that's uh that's pretty awesome that uh you know you you got into it with your dad because it's similar to like with me and you know i can't Mm -hmm. imagine i imagine i I mean i'm thinking like back to 2012 when i hatched out my first you know snakes and how it was it was a done deal if i wasn't if i wasn't addicted at that point you know that was changing uh, spot. Yep. So, like, to be that young and to, to see that, that's pretty pretty awesome. So. That is
1: awesome.
2: So, yeah, I, my dad's nowhere near reptiles.
1: He would never ever, ever, but anyway. <laughs> it,
5: it's, uh, I tell you, it is a, it's a, it's a huge bonus, you know. Um, I mean, looking back some of the memories, um, finding our first Eastern Kings, we would do, you know, we do a lot of field herping and, um, You know, a lot of those experiences, it's pretty cool because I get to share that with people. That's what I like doing now is just sharing how it used to be. Um, I guess that's why I kind of have that old school mind mentality still a little bit. Right. When it comes to, you know, today's world where when I joined Facebook, it was like, wow, this is a whole new world of (laughs) herpetoculture.
3: Everything is different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So, you
2: know, that's uh sorry, Owen, I keep jumping in, but, um, it's
1: all right. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's I'm sure we'll get into this at some point, but you know, Mm -hmm. I was talking to Rob earlier and, um, we were talking about, you know, the forum and, um, how different it was different. It was like, you know, like, I'll tell you this experience. I, the other day, somebody was buying a snake from me, and I, I went to look on my own page, on my own page, for a post that I made, and I couldn't goddamn find it. You know what mm. I mean? Like, you know, and yep. I don't know, like, when it was the form, it just seemed like it was all in one spot, and you were, I, I don't know. I used to get so excited to go and just, like, see what was going on, and, like, who had what, and... You know, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that it's a little bit of like enjoying the old days, but I, I, I would, I really, really wish that that would come back. I know, I'm dreaming.
1: Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i beating Be- the dead horse.
5: <laughs> I'll briefly say that one of my only regrets about not getting more involved with social media and getting online and getting on forums. Is just that, because when I eventually mm. ended up getting into carpets, I was kind of um, – I kind of found and started getting on Morelia Python Forum towards the end before, you know, they had the issue with the right. forum and everything, and um, when I, you know, got on there, I thought, wow, you know, this is great. I can't believe I've been missing out, you know, all this time on a great forum, and there then there it went. No more, you know, no more forum. No one posts, yeah. and it's like, man, and you know, I don't know if it's just because I'm a little older, and I kind of like that kind of stuff because it seems like mm. some of the younger guys are all about Facebook, and I get it because that you know that's that's all they really know, to be honest, yeah. right? Is the fast-paced you know face mentality, but um, I don't you know. know. The uh,
2: the the other the other thing that I was going to say is. That I forgot to say it when we were just talking, when I was just mentioning it is that what had happened is um, somebody is uh, contacting me about um, uh, poison Ivy and I'm trying to get the lineage and stuff. Well, I have the lineage, but I just want to make sure that I have this story nailed down. So uh, I I I had talked to uh, Jake Milbrat a while ago Mm -hmm. and um, you know, he had just said, he had sent me um, over to MP and he said that he put all that information there. And when I went over there, uh, you know, I looked him up then I looked for his threads and then sure enough, like the whole story was, was right there, you know, and it's just like there's yeah. pictures of the parents, there's pictures of, uh, you know, animal that, the, the the uh the the mother uh to to poison ivy um and right. what she looked like and different pictures and stuff you know i mean that's all stuff that's now archived there but what's what's a shame is that like you're it's not today it's not accessible like that like and my point is is that i can't even get my own and i i'm pretty tech savvy but i i can't right. I I couldn't even find I couldn't find it you know and then when I went on my right. computer then you can see it but when you're on your phone you can't you know and I get it it's like fast paced and it's super easy if the forum was super easy I'm sure that people would still still use it I guess I don't know you know but I I, I, don't
5: I agree I so. agree <laughs> it's just so much faster to you know hit the share button to Facebook from your your phone or whatever device you're on rather than go right. right. to the forum.
1: You know, right. yeah.
2: Oh, unfortunately. Owen's one of those younger guys. He doesn't understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: 30. All right.
5: It's I not think, that much
1: younger. I think, uh, it's like,
2: come on. Owen, oh, you said you're on, you're
5: 30 now? Uh, I will be in June. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. deal. Yeah. So you're not, you're not really a young guy anymore.
3: No uh, when, I,
5: Eric, when I say young guy I'm so. yeah, I'm, I'm really kinda of referring to the uh, you know, lower twenties, kinda of newer into into the hobby type yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: well yeah. I I'm 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 gonna be forty two this Saturday, so <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. Ooh. laughs> Owen's yeah, a young guy to we're me. Lo- <laughs> we're looking yeah. for
1: Yeah, we're trying to find a good retirement home to put Eric in. <laughs> I I I'm still looking. I gotta find a nice
5: one for him. Lots of ramps,
3: yeah.
5: so hey, you know. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were around my age. I'll be forty, so you got me by a couple years there. <laughs> <laughs> I still look like I'm in my twenties, though. According to uh,
2: yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, but uh,
2: that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: I don't feel like it, but hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. It's whatever. So, Mike, when you, um, like, how did you get into Morelia? Was it just poking around the forum, or did you kind of have um, that one defining moment? Well,
5: hmm. all right. So, the first, well, I'll be honest with you. Over the years um, of keeping, I always liked, uh, you know, Morelia pythons and everything, but not, uh, particularly... I liked carpet pythons, and, of course, when I would see jungles, the contrast and everything, um, I always said to myself, you know, I'd like to work with them one day. So I had uh, produced some northern pines, and someone that wanted some offered me a coastal carpet python, and it was a yearling, and it it was a good-looking snake, so I said, hey, you know, why not? So I ended up trading them and getting that coastal, and uh similar to you guys, I ran into uh Mister Allen himself oh, and that he persuaded me to yeah. He persuaded me yeah. to take some animals home and it just started from there. Basically. <laughs> and uh seeing that photo, remember the, the photo they posted in Reptiles magazine? Um yeah. the Will Larry Tiger Jag when they did the pairing and all. Seeing that photo you know, I said to myself, "I have to have that snake." <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of what started started how I got into Morelia. Um, and then, of cool. course, the, the Somalia kind of branched off of that with the scrub pythons and everything. Is that the main focus of your collection? Can you kind of give us a little right. overview of your collection? Yeah, right now, um, working with mainly the IJs, Coastals, and Jungles. Um, I, I pretty much have every, you know, I have Tiger Jags, Tigers, caramels, Super caramels, Reds, um, kind of a little bit of everything when it comes to Coastals. Um, I'm just honestly focusing on selective breeding right now with those. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, I have a lot of things going on. I mean, I could be here forever to tell you what I'd like to do um, as far as focus. Mm -hmm. But um, for right now, I'm just going to focus on what I've been doing um, with the Super Caramel stuff. Um, 2018, I have a lot of stuff that should be, you know, up to size. And I'll be doing a lot of uh, pairings that I haven't really, you know, shared on Facebook or anything. Mm -hmm. But um, other than that, I'll be honest, uh, I'm really passionate about selective breeding jungles. I see what uh, Chris does consistently over there at Headhunter, and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's where I want to be. I want to be able to consistently produce knockout jungles.
2: um, I just don't think there's anything that can beat it, you know? Yeah, I'm... uh... uh, this year, I'm currently in the market for for jungles. So, like the
3: uh,
2: the research for pairings and stuff, and see who has what, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And you know, it's really like amazing. Like, it, well, two things I always think of, and I've said it before, but the one thing is like how far jungles have come with the selective uh-huh. breeding and you know I mean we're talking about animals that are just insane I mean they're just insane like they <laughs> are. it's yeah. crazy you know and it just it keeps me focused on the other carpets and where their potential can be you know I mean yeah yeah so I think you're on the right path well, you know Yeah I also um the IJs
5: I saw the IJs you posted earlier um, wow. Coaster child. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, oh, yeah, was, damn, yeah. And
5: then, um, I saw the follow up photo of the wild caught from Nick and, um, the group of wild caught IJs I have, I saw their parents, uh, before mm-hmm. they were, they actually perished in a house fire. <clears throat>
3: mm-hmm.
5: And, but I did see them and that was the main reason why I wanted to be able to get some of those animals. Uh, the potential, I think, is there to bring out that nice light color that we all like. And the female wild caught was completely striped. So I'm hoping that, you know, maybe I can select a breed for some pattern and then bring out some color and then maybe outcross them into, you know, a, a already established line like a uh, poster child or, uh, you know, one of those lines.
2: Right. Yeah. You know, uh, similar for me is like back in those days of seeing that animal and seeing, you know, poster child and then po- poster child offspring was kind of like what steered me in the direction. Cause it's like, it's even with that picture, I mean, he's going into a shed in that picture, which is crazy, right. you know, but yeah. like I had the, the light tent set up today. So I figured, you know, why not? Let's just get a picture. And, uh, I've wanted one of those animals for, for, I can't tell you how long. And, you know, like a few years ago, the opportunity, uh, you know, presented itself. So I I would be a Mm -hmm. fool to like, not, (laughs) not have taken it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The the cool thing with IJs is there's three colors with jungles. There's two, you know, you got yellow and black, but with, with IJs, you got brown, black, uh, you know, you got, and like this tan and like it turns into maybe yellow depending on, you know, which ones you're working with. But right, yeah, there's tons right. of potential there, man.
5: Absolutely. One thing I, I'll say, and, and, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen this too in, in your IJs. The, the wild card group I have, when the sun goes down, the, they are so lavender at night compared to during the daylight. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's really impressive how it looks yeah. compared, even you know, from night and day. Uh, and yeah, uh, there's some times is. when I'll go in at night and look at them, and I, I just can't believe how good they look. Yeah.
2: It's like yeah. a different snake sometimes, you know. You're like, yeah.
5: what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: That's
1: cool. Yeah. I'm only saying this. I have two IJs, and so none of mine are well caught. So,
2: I'll, I'll just agree. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I recently, um, again, another opportunity, uh, presented itself of, uh, to get a 2.2 group of, uh, captive hatched, which to me is basically wild caught. Um, pretty much <clears throat> <laughs> IJs. So, uh, you know, that should be pretty cool. You know, I mean, yeah. it's the only carpet that we can get from the wild, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Well, but equally. I,
5: I think, um, you know, with my mindset with that was why not just get my own blood, you know, instead of going and, and just starting out with animals that people have already put a lot of work into, <clears> I <throat> wanted to kind of start from scratch. I kind of like uh, Make starting run. my project Yeah, my projects from the ground up and, and just taking my time and seeing where they'll take me. You know, that's the fun yeah. of it to me.
2: Yeah. yeah, that that
1: that would be fun.
2: Well, yeah, I definitely see that in like in your animals. Like, I, I can, I don't know, just from seeing like the the ones you post up. It seems like you're very selective on, you know, the animals that you're picking out for your collection, and like there's a there's a specific end goal or you know like mm-hmm. something you have in your mind of 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 what you, you know, what that snake will hope to to be at some point. So. That's cool. Yes, absolutely. So as far as jungles go, I mean, what's your, you know, you're saying that that selectively, is there a specific lineage you're working with or, you know, a specific look? Are you looking for the wild, crazy ones, classic ones, stripes, all the above?
5: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I kind of have a few different looks going on with uh, the offspring that I've produced. One reminds you of the futo like, like wild tipping. Right. Um crazy kind of head pattern and it, it really looks fantastic. So I kinda have some perfect animals to keep that going. And then I also have the typical highlighter look jungles. Okay. Um so um, you know, I'm kinda selectively gonna match up uh, di- different animals that look similar and try to try to just um, make them better. To be honest, see where yeah. see what I can do with it. Because um, I do, I like like the fruto look where you have a lot of tipping, but clean. You know, and it has that. You know, it has to have. Uh, I don't know. There's there's just a certain look to it. You guys know what I mean about being clean with tipping. Um, yep.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. You can yep. have
5: an animal that has crazy tipping, but it's not a dirty-looking jungle. And then I also like animals that have a deep, velvety black, um, and thin-banded jungles. Uh, I'm crazy about thin-banded jungles. Um, I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, that's and a cool look. So I'm kind of yeah. So I'm kind of uh, working on a few different looks if you
3: will. Mm
2: -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I I like, to me, a jungle is in the black to me. Like, you know, the yellow can be, uh, you know, it can be buttery yellow. It can be super, you know, blind your eyes yellow. It can be, you know, all these different looks as far as the yellow goes. But that black has to be super clean and, like, you know, just it, just dark, dark, deep, yeah. deep, yeah. velvety black, you know. To me, that makes it, uh, like, pop, you know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think a lot of people focus with the yellow a lot of times, you know. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they forget about the black. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree.
3: <clears throat>
5: um I'm working you, you did ask about lineage. I'm working with uh some Schuett animals. Um mm-hmm.
2: Oh sweet. And I asked excuse me. I said, Oh sweet. They're like the best. Oh, wow. <laughs> um,
5: yeah, it's um unfortunately his lineage is half Shuet and then the other half is Great Valley Serpentarium. Mm-hmm. Um but the oh. out there, Yeah. I was able to trace it all the way back to the founding animals too, so that was a good thing for that. Um, yeah. I talked to Jason about those animals when I originally got them, and um, supposedly the founding jungles for that line were had something to do with uh, the same animals Jason got with the ti- for the tigers. Apparently, they oh, okay. uh, he, they came from the same guy. Well, what's it? What's his name? Was it uh? Oh, Neville. Neville, uh,
2: Neville James.
5: Yeah, Neville James. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, because right away when I when I mentioned it to him, he knew right away who you know as far as where those animals originated from. So did some homework and uh, was able to even get a picture of one of the uh, founder animals. Mm-hmm. So wow, um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't really hear uh, jungles, the lineage uh, of. GVS anymore, Great Valley Serpentarium. At least I don't. No. You know, no, you, no. Don't, you don't hear that quite often, so, you know, I was pretty excited to get some of those, well, to get jungles from that lineage. Um, I have hair animals, python peat. Um, I have, I did end up getting a really nice animal from Howard to add into my group. It was uh, from line. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the undocumented
1: yeah. White Plains line. right?
3: <laughs> <Wow>. UWP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He, he pissed so many people off when he ran into White Plains, just bought those things. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I saw yeah. them. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Curtin saw them. There were a few people who were like, oh man, those are awesome, and Howard's like, they're mine. it! like, damn it. So, yeah, every, time, I, every time boring. I see Jungle I like, <laughs> Like, every time I see a jungle I like, somehow Howard buys it before I get there. And it's like, <laughs> so it's, you know, now I'm just going to venture just to buy shit from Howard. So.
5: See, here's here's where I'm torn a little bit. And yeah. You, you you probably, you know where I'm going with this. I yep. do, but I kind of want to hear you. <laughs> yeah. <better>. All right. <laughs> what happened? That, the mail I got from Howard Okay, it was kind yeah. of an accident, <laughs> which an they accident. all seem to be. I, I accidentally yeah. acquired a new animal. <laughs> um, yeah, I
1: dropped money and then someone handed me. Yeah. It, well, and then I
5: fell uh, off kinda, I like to tell myself he forced me to take it, but um, I, that happened. <laughs> I was a little bit leery because I do like to, you know, I'm kind of a stickler for lineage now. I kind of enjoy being able to trace back, you know, where my animals originate from so that, you know, I don't want to be a guy that a few years from now I'm saying, I'm not sure. Uh, Trust me, they're pure, you know? um, So I was a little bit leery about getting that animal, but I did take it. And then uh, it was right around the age where they really start to color up. So after a few sheds, after I had it, it colored up really nice. So I was, I was glad I you know, I gotten it. I just um I don't know what I'm gonna pair it to in the future because of it being the UWP. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's in the back of my so mind. It, it, it's almost know. like you should just go get a
1: female UWP and then just be like, All right, now you two are over there and yeah. there's the white blink yeah. line and
2: Yeah. Over
1: there. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, yeah I mean I, I don't Go ahead, that. Eric. I was just going to no, say I'm you could going, always I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I I was just going to
5: say um that uh, I don't want to take that animal and put it to animals I can trace back, you,
1: you know. Exactly. That, you, right. you know. Right. But, but
5: after after
1: a couple seasons of crossing shoot with shoot, maybe you're like, "Nah, screw it." And you want to throw him to her just for one season. But in the meantime, if you had another undocumented white plains line, he could still go over there and produce some really nice jungles of that line. So, yeah, if anything, I, think, I, I just made a sale for Howard. So, I think that, me uh, friend, thank uh, me.
2: I think that uh, if you ever stumble upon something similar, you know, like say you're at a reptile show and, you know, like Howard stumbled upon those animals, you know, I'm sure that there might be some killer you know, every once in a while you see these killer carpets pop up and you're like, Eh, I don't know. Is that a is it is it is it this, is it that? You know, you could always just sort of uh use that as sort of that type of project. You know? Like It's like how I do the citrus tigers, you know, the one animal in the citrus tiger lineage is like you know, sold as a jungle, but everybody says it's a coastal and, you know, and then you got that high contrast Queensland. Is that, are they jungle coastals or are they, you know, right. You don't, you, it, this is what it is. And then, you know, you also have the stuff that, you know, you know, this is what this is. So. Yeah.
5: Uh, yeah. But, that's, um, that's the approach I'll probably take you all. I know I'll take with it. Um, Right. You know, it's just as long as you're up front with, you know, where it came from. And, and like you said, Owen, though, so, I mean, eventually mm-hmm. down the line, I mean, you know, a few generations down the line, I, I seriously don't think too many people, um, you know, as far as when I let offspring go, are going to have a problem with, you know, no. the issues. No. Oh, hey,
2: you know, so we'll see.
3: No, yeah, no. I was
2: just going to ask, like that. Every, do you guys yeah, think everything. that? Uh, do you guys see that? Like, it seemed like years ago that you know being pure or not pure was like a make or break situation for a lot of people, and it seems like it's moved away from that a little bit. Like, you know, you have you have guys that 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 are strictly you know pure, and this is what we do, mm-hmm. and we don't we don't cross anything, and you know. It's almost like you know where to go if you want to get that. But I, I very rarely, maybe it's because people know what I do, you know, but I, I never have people really ask me that question, you know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, well, I think, what, and, and I think Mike's the exact same way, and you're the exact same way, Eric. It's like uh, I have my projects that are pure, and then I have my projects that aren't pure. But every once in a while, like a bug will gnaw at my brain about what, the offspring between that one and that one would would look like now, as long as both those animals have projects that I really, really, really want them to be in, that crossing will never happen. But a couple of generations down the line after I've done all my breedings, and those two animals are free because their children are now old enough in breeding, and they're continuing on the projects that I want them to be involved with that those little thing that was gnawing at my brain is now starting to really, really get in there, and I'd cross them anyway just to have, just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between your projects that you want to keep pure and the stuff you're doing just to see, like for fun or, you know, right. just to see what might happen. So, like, who's not to say that somewhere down the line, after Mike has done so many shoe-it crosses, it's ridiculous, that his shoe-it boy or girl is sitting out there, and the White Plains line boy is sitting out there, and they both have children that are now continuing to breed, to continue the lines, and he's like, yeah, screw it. He chucks them together. And he might be really, really happy with what comes out. So I say don't limit yourself, and as long as you are up front with what it is, go ahead. Knock yourself out. But I prefer pure stuff, and that's just me. how I I, build most of my projects. So
5: I'm more like you, Owen. I'm I'm more on that side of the fence, but I like all of it. You know, I I like everything. Just for me and my projects, I like staying pure. Um, You know, I I mean, I do have one project that is high percentage Jungle Jags, and it's uh, the Ocelot stuff. Okay. But besides that, I I, I have your mindset, Ellen, when it comes to that stuff. For hey, me, you know, that's what I like. That doesn't mean that I think anybody that's, you know, doing all these crazy, you know, uh, morph breedings and crossing and subspecies like it, do you, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Yeah. What, what is it, Do you boo boo? Yeah.
3: That's do right. you boo boo? <laughs> yep.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Do yep. you boo boo? Uh-huh. Exactly. That's, that's how I, I mean. It doesn't bother me at all. I mean, some of those animals are just so beautiful.
1: Yeah. And everybody draws a line at different places. Where somebody like uh, I, I have my male Mac, and it's like somebody where somebody would be like, I could chuck him in with a carpet python. I, I oh god, oh dear lord, I'd burn those eggs the second they popped out. So it's like you know, there's certain things you don't cross, and I don't cross chucking hybrids together. I probably will never read my brettles to anything else other than a brettle. Same thing goes right. with Iceland. But, you know, certain jungles I think and coastals I've been listening to The Hobbit for far too long and he's <laughs> gotten into my
2: brain now. Uh, <laughs> so, funny, you know, because when you look at my collection, like, I have more pure stuff than I do crosses. You know? <laughs> I have 30... 30- 35 IJs just 35 IJs alone, you know what I mean <clears throat> so it's like, like I, I don't know it's weird but no I think I think both 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 things are important um, you know I I think like the morph side of it uh, whether it's true or not true or fortunate or unfortunate it, I think it draws people in it gets people's attention yep. you know and they get excited about this or that or whatever um, it seems like once they sort of get into it and sort of get settled in and sort of learn about carpet pythons, then they start to seek out, you know, that pure stuff, um, you know, uh, whether it, and the cool thing is, is that, you know, I mean, there's so many different subspecies that you can choose from, and they all look different. So, like, you know, ah, yep. if you're into this, you go, you know. You may like diamond pythons. You, you know, jungles, IJs, coastals, inland's. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, w- whatever, whatever suits your fancy. Um, yes. Yeah. So, but it's important yeah, I, to keep I, I, doing I, that stuff. You know.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand how. Um, you know, some people will say, uh, "It." I don't know. it's just. Boggles my mind sometimes when I hear someone say, "I'm into carpets, but I'm not into coastals." <laughs> I think to myself, and, and, and I think to myself, there's every flavor, you know, that you, pr- you would probably want in coastals. How can you, yes. you say, say, "I'm into carpets," and you have IJs are sitting, at, you know, at home? And you're not into coastals. I mean, there's there's red, car. You know, I mean, there's just so much variation. Um, I mean, even even in one clutch,
2: there's so oh, much yeah. variation. I mean, it's just like, how can you not?
5: I I don't know. But
2: yeah, unfortunately, coastals kind of get a bad rap. You know, I think right. uh, yeah, they do. For whatever reason, they're just kind of like the. Uh, you know what's going to be? Uh, you know what I think will change that. Um, <laughs> Brisbane. Brisbane's. Um I think once they uh once you know I think Nick um Nick and Paul did an awesome job at, at, at getting that cuz that line was almost lost.
3: Yeah, and, um, yeah.
2: You know, now now it's 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 back and like some of the animals that Nick has are just insane. And like I have a trio of them and I could I could easily just and they all look different and I could easily just work with those. And and be content with coastals because they really are, and and the fact that they get a little bit bigger, you know, is pretty For cool. Um, you know, so I think once once that starts, you know, when people start seeing them more, uh, you know, in a few years, I think uh, I think people might start paying attention a little bit, you know. But yeah, definitely. that, so, that
5: is a beautiful locality. But go ahead, I'm oh, sorry.
2: Oh yeah yeah man. It really is, and it it's 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 a shame because you can't really i don't know pictures don't do them justice, and mine ain't even right. shit they're still babies, you know but um i I was curious when you when you were talking about you have reds and you have caramels, you know uh what's your thoughts on the on 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 those two in particular um do you ever think of? Of of crossing them, what do you think that they would look like if they're crossed? Is that a no no? <laughs> you know, you trust me. I knew where you were going. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: No, yeah, um, and it's all. Yeah, I, that is one thing that uh, uh, I cringe when I see when I get online and I see someone. Uh, someone did it. I can't remember, and I'm not going to mention names if I do remember. Um, but I saw a post online and, uh, I forget what it was. It was Red Tiger to a Caramel or something, and he got Mm. a, You know, and and then you you had the difficulties of, um, knowing what's what and and this and that. I mean, it's hard enough to know. I I mean, you, you don't even know when you, you might think something's a super and it doesn't prove out to be a super with Caramel. Yeah. That Gene alone. Um, just the way that it, it's expressed, it's so difficult to visually pick everything out if you were to do that. And yeah. then then you have knuckleheads that'll, you know, buy animals and, and throw them together, start trying to sell animals and say, these are this, this, and that. And then it gets lost. And then, you yeah. know, gene pool's all buddy yeah. up.
1: And here's the thing is what, and going to back, the last Hamburg show, somebody came up to my table asking why nobody has ever bred red to caramel. And I said, they have.
3: It just had very
1: <clears> bad <throat> results because you have to hold the clutch on for almost a year before everything colors up. So you can tell what's caramel, what's red. And it's almost like this guy would not be discouraged because he ended up going and talking to several other people about what to do about the red and the caramel. And it's like, like uh, am I talking to myself here? So it's one of those things that um, I think you could do, but I don't think you have to do. It's like the Reds themselves. You look at Jason's Reds, what he's done with the Reds and where he's going with the Reds. Like I said, I have Jason's got two more generations before I seriously buy a bunch of red animals from him, just straight-up Reds. Because, And I would only breed those Reds to each other because I don't want to do anything else with them. And it, it, and you look at reds with the caramels. There's no reason to to cross those two. They're right. Those those things are branching away from each other at such at such drastic rates. There's I would never. It would it would you'd be going taking steps backwards
2: if you were to breed them together. I'm so. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. Uh, no,
1: damn you! <laughs> like, please <you> stop it. <laughs> uh,
2: so, uh, yeah. I, My feeling is this, is that a lot of times in the world of, well, no, yeah, I know, right? Whenever I start with that, a lot of times in the world of reptiles, again, listening back to our past episodes and thinking five years ago that I was somewhat knowledgeable about, you know, carpet pythons and listening now, you know five years later thinking, you know, so where am I going to be in another five years? So I guess my point is, is that to me, that would be a clutch or a a pairing that you would do to see what happens, you know, because we talk a lot about that. It would be this or it would be that, but we don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Like I can sit here and say that, you know, yeah, that's not going to work, or this is going to, that, that gene shouldn't produce this, and this is this, you know, but we don't know for sure. And I think the problem that I would have is that if somebody did it, and then they sold them as caramels or super car like mm. let's just say that for instance, that they kind of work together, right, and let's say that they make this insanely red or insanely carm like super caramel looking animal, and then somebody goes and sells them as super caramels well that's that's different, but, you know I have a problem with that, yeah. you know because you're misrepresenting the animals, but to me, I don't know, <laughs> I just don't see it any different than breeding you know uh an undocumented jungle to a jungle just to see what happens. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, what's, what's the difference?
5: <laughs> um, lots.
2: <There's> lots <laughs> of things different. Oh, oh man, <laughs> there was a lot of silence after that talk. <laughs> what a lot of shit difference. <laughs> I'm going to get beat up on this one. I know. You're it. damn right. I'm
1: on my way to your house
5: right now. <laughs> oh um, Oh man. You're gonna, I'm not saying that I would do everybody it. Everybody listening to you, Eric, and next, you know, next year we're going to see all these red to caramel pairings
2: going on. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying that I personally would do it, and I don't necessarily think it's a good idea. But the thing that I'm trying, the point I'm trying to drive home is, is that it seems like in the reptile world, especially on the Facebook reptile world, we talk in definitive terms all the time. Mm-hmm. When in reality. We really don't know. And unless you do it, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Right. So, like, shit, I would do it. Maybe I should do it and then feed them all to the blackhead. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. I, yeah. And then nobody would want to hear that. Everybody would be pissed all off. Right. Oh, my God, I can't believe you fed it to a blackhead. Like, <laughs> I don't know. All
5: right. I I totally get where you're coming from, and and I'll mention this. I've discussed, and it has crossed my mind, Uh doing pairing like that. um, I discussed it with someone, and doing that pairing, and um, not really sharing, you know, that we're doing that pairing, and using and seeing what the results were, and possibly using that for, uh, let's just say, to help color up another morph. Um,
2: okay. Without,
5: without really sharing the results until we knew what we were what we were going to get, but because we uh-huh. don't really know. Um, the idea, though, has been there. Um, <clears throat> so you know, I I I don't ever want to do it, but if it came to Thinking that if we did that and the results would make something look better, if it was a morph project, um, I don't see what the big deal would be. It's like saying here's a uh, caramel or exantic, but you'd have to say it's a red caramel. I just get worried that the animals are going to, you know, get confused, and there mm-hmm. will be someone. There will. I I, I can of guarantee. Course there will be it will be more than one. Owen, you've seen these types (laughs) at the local shows, I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There will be people that aren't going to represent them right. No. That's the problem with that for
2: me. So so probably probably why my perspective is different is because I'm not often at that local show, you know? So like, I don't see, you know what I mean? Like, my interactions with with carpet people are like with you guys or with Nick right. or with Jason or with Howard or with these, you know, these guys or Mike, Kurt, or whoever, you know. And it's like, you know, if you did that, this is what like I, that would be that would be a pairing that I would almost do just to do it and not tell anybody that I was doing it. And here are I the remember. results. And then a year later when the animals are grown up and, you know, you've held on to them and this is whatever, when somebody's running their mouth on Facebook about, "Uh, this is blah, 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 well, here you go. This is is what happens. Either it's a train wreck or you're not going to be able to tell or maybe you will be able to tell. But, you know, I'm just saying, like – it's not like you're crossing subspecies. You're just sort of losing the morph. And, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems, I don't know. It's just the mindset of, like, that, that this morph is pointless. Yeah, but it seems, pointless. Like yeah, it but seems, it seems pointless, pointless because you don't know it. It's kind of like with diamonds in jungles. I mean, breeding well, a diamond to a jungle seems pointless losing,
1: You're losing until the morph, you do it. Breeding, <laughs> it, it, it seems like you said it's like breeding a stripe to a banded animal. It's like you've now defeated the purpose of both of them, where you well, can it, easily just take the stripe and breed the stripe. Do not bring well, up your freaking tigers, or I will yes. kill you to death. Well, <laughs> so, yeah.
2: That's my point. No, That's exactly that my point.
1: <laughs> That's my
2: point. If I have a banded stop, animal. Stop defeating right?
1: my good arguments with your
2: facts. All <laughs> and, right?
1: and you breed it to a
2: striped animal. And then all of a sudden, all of them are striped.
5: Uh, I
1: walked well. right into
2: this, and <laughs> Yeah, sucks. exactly. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I don't know what happened
5: with that pairing. Yeah. Neither cool
1: do that. I. Yeah,
5: results no were fantastic.
1: I know. That pissed me off. It's like, Eric's like, I'm going to breed tigers with an albino. I'm like, oh, good, so they'll be ugly. Look, I got all tricks. God damn it! It's like, can <laughs> the universe work in Owen's favor? Like, please.
5: Yeah. I don't anyway. know. <laughs> yeah, I, well, but, I think I think that's the way to go about it, though. Is if someone is going to do it, to do it in house first, see what yeah. you have. You know, like you said, Eric, hold on to them and then maybe share your results and. If some you know, if it's different than what all of us claim to say they're going to be, then, you know, go from there. If not can it. Stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, but
1: you know that's not the way it's gonna be. It's gonna be somebody who buys a red and somebody who buys a caramel, probably not the best representations of either more, and chucks them together.
2: Okay. And I'll give you another I'll give you another all... Go ahead, Owen. Go ahead.
1: Well no, they I was say, not to be mediocre they're just gonna sell them all as coastals
2: right to me like if you're so, if, if that's another part of that that point, if you're gonna do that, you know, and I did sell them, you know, like hey, listen, um, by the way, I'm gonna sell these. this is a coastal carpet python. these were the parents this is you know they're just really cool looking coastal carpet pythons <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. The pr- the problem the problem with that though, in playing the devil's advocate to myself is is like yeah you can Go represent on. your animals, a hundred percent. It's what happens after you get rid of them.
3: You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, 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 you know, it, and you know people are going to use it. Any of people
1: are going to use it as an angle to try to sell it. Like we were talking about me and my love of Timors recently. Mm-hmm. Somebody. Me
5: and you. Somebody, <laughs>
1: thank
5: you somebody else
1: um somebody posted up a pair and they're, they're not listing them as Timors. uh they were calling them like sub uh some, uh some like sub something weird like i've never heard them called this before
4: like, lesser sudan
1: lesser sudan Lever- sudan lesser sudan python Lever- Lever- yeah and they listed them as that and I know this is just this guy's basis. They're super rare, of course. He says this. Go down and there are four more ads for Timor python. So <laughs> by adding them as lesser Sudans, now I stick out, and some poor schmuck is going to be like, "Oh my God, these are different than others," and buy them. And it's like, you no, know, uh, somebody yeah. used the fact that they're a caramel red, never been done before, completely different, totally new morph to try to sell.
2: Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a That's that's marketing. Well, I my guess my
1: Facebook my Facebook feed would blow up for forty eight hours. The carpet people will say very nasty things to each other, and then it'll all be kind of hell. We'll talk about it on Tuesday, and it'll all be
5: forgotten by Saturday. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Before we leave, the whole um, caramel red debacle. Um, <laughs> one one pet peeve yeah. That just drives me nuts <laughs> Alright Is When I'm talking to someone And someone says That Caramels uh, w- w- Caramels are ugly But I love red mm. uh, <laughs> <doesn't make sense>. <laughs> <laughs> It drives me nuts Because uh, yeah. I think I, I don't know. Either you're looking at low-quality caramels, because if you look at a nice caramel, in my opinion, it's just as nice as a nice red. They look very similar, yeah. but different, you know? Oh, yeah. If you, you get my drift. Um, yeah,
1: I think... Like uh, saying, I mean, it's like saying, I hate albinos, but sun glows are gorgeous. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, right. It's like, so sure, <laughs> you change the color a little bit, and you hate it? It's like, that, that is stupid. <laughs> so... I, I mean,
2: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I can't. I would say it drives me nuts. I would say that, that uh that to me is what um the one thing I notice with Facebook in particular is that it sort of fractured the um it's it, 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 on the good side of it. I mean, we've talked about this before. On the good side of it is that you get to talk to people that you probably never would have talked to outside of your your little world. You know, outside of your little bubble. And on the bad side of it is, is that you know that that little bubble is now fractured to where it seems like there's all these teams. It seems like this, no matter what the what the situation is, I mean, you could be talking about music, uh, you know, you could be talking about, it's just like I'm on this team and you're on that team. And for some reason, if I like Reds, ooh, you can't like Caramels. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's just a weird <laughs> mindset, you know? And
0: uh, yeah. you know,
2: I, I'm with you, man. They're both cool, you know? It's yeah, exactly I, like people assume because I breed
1: caramels that I absolutely must like throw things at Jason Balen, which I do, but for different reasons. But, you know, it's – and when people are like um, – people when people are – I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, one more year I'm going to buy a bunch of reds from Jason. People are like, why? I'm like, so I can have reds. I like reds. I have red tigers. I have red jags. I would like uh, – but I bought into the reds when they were like the first things out of the eggs. So – you know, Jason is doing right. so much more with them, I want better looking ones. So it's like, you know people are shocked yeah. to hear that. And I can appreciate the Reds and I can appreciate the caramels.
5: So it's Yeah, you know, I'm just are, excited. Like battle lines. Yeah. I'm just excited for uh for the you know, my Reds as I am for the caramel stuff. Yeah. Um you know, I, I mean those extreme reds that Jason produced they, they yeah. are they're great looking animals. Um, so I'm hoping maybe next year to be able to get lucky enough to maybe hatch a couple of those out. I ended up getting some animals from him that are related to the animals that produced those, I believe. So, and, and it's funny that, that that
1: red that red stuff from him pops up in the weirdest places. Like I bought a red jag from him that the father was the same one as all the red. Tigers. Right. And I've mixed it. I've done it. We're now on the third gen because, like, uh, I have bred them and produced the one male, and now that male has produced its own offspring. And I have a red tiger that I hatched out here that is, like, creamy, whitish, and red. And I'm like, where did you come from? And (laughs) you never get to leave. So it's like, that is awesome. And I would love to take her and cross it to one of his really nice bright red boys to really Start moving that forward, and that's a project I'm excited about. Of course, I said right. this. On the other hand, Eric and I were talking about super caramel tigers earlier, and oh, God, help me if I ever hatch more than one of those because I'm going to get all. <laughs> so, <laughs> I personally that's think
2: awesome. that the uh, I think that the red is going to make a nicer um, ghost. I mean, I. I shouldn't say. Good. Now Eric's it's, lost me. It's over. He's now ruined <laughs> the dream. So I think that the red, like the red animals. If you look at like Jason's adults, yep. they seem to have this sort of. They seem to have more of a hypo, like like a like if you're looking at ball pythons, like a, a like an orange ghost type of look, like they're in shed mm-hmm. type of thing. Whereas Carmel's like, okay, so if I look at like some of the best in the states, I'd probably have to go with like maybe Nick um his, yeah. they they have like that yellow mm-hmm. they're 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 like gold, right,
3: mm-hmm. so like
2: to me, I don't know if you already have that sort of hypo look going on, I think that that they're just gonna like when you make a red exantic, you know it is a coastal owen, so you don't have to jump off the roof, it's not the oh, end of the man. world. <laughs> why,
5: don't just, uh, why don't we just do caramel red exantic? Oh, there you go. My brother's <laughs> do that.
1: Caramel yeah. Jack to a Brisbane, <laughs> cross it with a Rockhampton, and then we'll throw some other shit in there. It's,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Look <laughs> My at this. Brain. Guy. All yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> he's, He's got a guy that agrees with him on the show, and now all of a sudden he's got, he's like, he's like all cocky and all, like, <laughs> he's not cocky, he's not cocky, he's like, yeah, Eric, <laughs> uh,
1: that's
3: funny,
2: listen,
1: Dr. Frankenstein, just because uh, you fill the docket with people, that doesn't mean that
2: my <laughs> views are any less, I say
1: good day to
2: you, sir, I I love it all, man, I love it all, Shut I up. have love for everything, Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. I just, you know, I just don't uh, don't uh, work on projects like you do with the Morse and all. The yeah, more a more pure guy, locality type guy. Right. That's all. But I do. I like all of it. I enjoy all of it. I enjoy, you know, learning about all that stuff and um, seeing everyone's animals are hatching out. And it doesn't mean I won't ever jump into that, you know, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I can see myself maybe certain things, like I said, um, uh, exantic Granite Jags, uh, yep. Mr. Oreo, that thing, oh, that thing's uh,
2: <laughs>
5: beautiful animals. Yeah, you know, um, so it's not to say I, I won't ever have projects like that, but, um, you know, I just like the, uh, sitting back and kind of looking at everyone else's right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can I I can I can get with that. You know, it's definitely uh, you know you want all these different things, and it's like you can only do so much. I think you know that's the, one of the things that uh, I do like about you and your collection, Mike, is that you seem very focused, which mm-hmm. seems to have brought you uh, really good results. You know what I'm saying? Like I see a lot of times like a lot of people will I may I may even be guilty of this when I first started out. Quiet Owen. Um is that I, like you're trying I to say just say a damn you're just, thing. You're just trying to you know get this, get that, get this, get that and you have mm-hmm. no real sense of focus with a project or like selective breeding animals and you sort of like uh lose time, whereas somebody else is like, they specifically, I think Chris, uh, Chris is from Headhunters are like this, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm sure at some point they could have jumped into uh morph carpets, but they stayed, stayed the course and look at, right. you, know, you know what I mean? Look at where they've come now from, from where jungles used to be. I mean, I would say, hands down, would you say that they're not probably the best jungles in the States? I mean, yeah. Yeah,
5: I, I think so. And yeah. just the consistency year That's after it. year.
2: Yeah. You know. I mean they they've I so worked on a project to get it so spe- so specific that it seems that their animals, you know, throw consistent results yep. whereas, you know, some people could get two two smokers, two uh B grades and the rest are shit, you know. Right. How often do you see,
5: when uh, they post the jungle up, you, you don't ever see it and say, Hey, it's okay. You're like, yeah, it's a nice jungle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I find myself, whenever I see a post from, thinking, yeah, I mean, that's, it doesn't get much better. A lot of those animals um, are really, really nice.
2: That's they sort of like... Hear. Yeah, that's sort of like like when I was talking to them or saw them. My idea was to do that, but do that with IJs. You know, that's why yep, I have yep. the collection of IJs that I have. So like a few years from now, like yeah, I'll have morphs and I'll have this, but like people are gonna say, man, his IJs are a killer. You know, if you want a really right. nice IJ, you know, you go to Eric. You know, or you know, that's that's kind of the you know the the my hope. <laughs> You know what I mean? I can right. only hope that right. I can get there, but so yeah, that's a that's a
5: project of yours that interests me a lot. Um, I'd like to really get more into that with the IJs and really focus on those a lot more too, because uh, I'm with you. I think the potential is huge.
2: Yeah, they're smaller. Uh, they're yep. a lot. Of, they're they're. There's nothing like uh, you know looking at all my carpets. For some reason, IJ's have these big, bulky heads that are just like they're just so impressive to me. I mean, I don't know. It's almost like their head doesn't fit their body. <laughs> it's like they have these huge bulky heads and these this tiny body, you know, where you think this big coastal's behind it, but I don't know. You yeah, know, we'll hope. We'll hope hopefully. So, uh wow. Man, we didn't even need questions. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we just we just started wow. talking, we're talking and we're We're good to go. Uh, yes. I'm going to I'm going I'm going to veer <laughs> off the questions for a second and I know that um you guys are are um so you know, you guys are like really kind of selective breeding, but you do work with some morphs and stuff. Um Mike, what's your feelings on when it comes to to combos as far as like, you know, okay, let's take Caramel Jag or Red Jag or Red Tiger. Are, are you a fan of naming it what it is? Or are you in this mindset that it should be called something like, uh, you know, Bubblegum Jag or something like that? Well, something <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> Some
5: stupid
2: I, name. A, I,
5: I did see the post on the uh, carpet discussion group. Yeah. yeah. Um, about this topic. To me, personally, you know, I really don't care. Um, Do what I do. You know, I study my animals. I learn from my animals. Um, And here's my thoughts on it. I think that if people want to do that, that's fine. But I think the people that have some type of education about carpets and the genetics, they're going to know what a nickname is. They're going to know what genetics that is you know so when someone says marble you know we know what it is when someone says sunglow we know that's a caramel albino um the problem is newer people you know um they might not understand what that is but um they can always ask i mean they have to educate themselves to me it really doesn't make a difference um at all, honestly, I really don't have a, an opinion about it. Um, I did right. think about that and um, and read that topic, and that's why I really didn't respond because uh, yeah, it really doesn't make a difference to me. Right. You know, I mean, I, I like you know, I like saying uh, I'm working on a ghost project. I know what a ghost project is. You know, right. it doesn't mean that everyone will, but you know, we're here to teach and, you know, spread the word about carpet. So people that want to learn what things are, they're going to figure it out. So if people want to name combos, you know, nicknames, then, you know, I'm
2: fine with it. Yeah, I think... um my feeling is is that I, I'm kind of with you. It doesn't make one difference to me one way or the other. You know, I guess I don't want it to be, I guess, some stupid name that I have to say every time that, you know what I mean? Like some, you know, it, it has to be some, <laughs> somewhat. Uh, I think I think the problem for me is that when you're coming, you have a lot, I think I said this on the post, but you have a lot of people that are coming from either Boas or ball pythons that are like taking an interest in carpets. And, um, you know, they're sort of, you know, coming from the idea that, you know, a ghost is Mm, these specific traits. The other, the other kink in the hose for me is what do you do with the, again, back to the red caramel thing, you know, eventually hypo will get here, you know, hypo coastals will will become, you know, available. Um, then you have red and then you have, um, caramel. So, does does the sun glows all of a sudden because they were made with caramel? Not they're not sun glows anymore. Do these become but true they're... sun glows? Um, you know what I mean? Like yeah, a uh, ghost, like this is a true ghost. Like I don't know. It's yeah, just... and
1: i've I've thought about this and I've had this discussion because mm-hmm. it's almost like and I, and I'm of the school of. If it's something brand new, a completely new morph, then it can get a name. If it's a combination, then call it what it is. I, I know the names are going to get really, really long and really, really stupid, but you got to call it what it is. So it's like with the silver peppered. The silver peppered was a brand new thing, so we call it silver peppered. In the next few years, they're going to be silver peppered jags, silver peppered albinos, silver peppered this, that, and the other thing. They don't get a new name just because there's a new morph added to the combo of the silver pepper. Um, that's just the way it is, in my opinion. And it's gotten to the point now where if I am making caramel head exanics, I'm calling them caramel head exanics. I'm not calling them head ghosts. Because, like Eric said, hypos will get here. And I fully believe that the hypo exanics. Or ghosts will look different than the caramel exanics. It, even like it, there could be some overlap where a really really good looking caramel exanic looks a lot like uh, mediocre uh, hypo exanic. So it's like you gotta you gotta call it what it is. Otherwise, there is going to be some confusion later down the road where it's like, well, this is a ghost, but so is this. But which one was the hypo involved in? <coughs> Yeah. Tough. So yeah. It is gonna be very tough. So it's almost like call it what it is. If it's a caramel exantic, the caramel
2: exantic. If
1: it's a hypo, then you
2: can call it a ghost. So yeah. But it does but it does sound so much better when you say ghost tigers. Ghost. Of course it does. <laughs> but this is going
1: this is going back to calling it Timor a lesser whatever the hell you were calling it. So
3: lesser thing does.
1: Yeah. So and, and you know, don't make me start calling animals that come out of Rogue hippopotamus because I will, <laughs> and then I'll ruin everybody's lives. So
5: uh, that's cool. Uh, yes, it will. Um, I think it, it, it will be confusing. So yeah, once we get to that, yeah, <clears throat>
2: yeah. I think I think you're right though, Mike. I think that um, we, you know, the. I think that there's not enough people. Re- well, I I, sh- I shouldn't say that there's not enough, but it just seems like to me that people don't research like they used to. Maybe because of Facebook. Maybe it's difficult to research. Maybe. You know, maybe I see a lot of people post a lot of times like, "Where can I go to learn about carpet pythons?" and "Where can I?" You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. I guess I'll maybe we took for, yeah, we maybe we take for granted that you know, um, that d- you know, that we had a forum and that, you know, there was a place where you could go and spend hours just, you know, if there was a topic that you, you know, like the tiger, for instance, I mean, there's a, what, 45-page thread on the ancestry of the tigers, you know?
5: Yeah. Um, Here's here's something to think about about the comment you just said about um, people not doing research, okay? mm -hmm. Nowadays, the younger people, they pretty much Google everything, how many mm-hmm. times yeah. when you get on Facebook, do you see someone, like you just said, posting a group, hey, I'm getting ready to get this snake. What size cage do I put them in? Uh, Off the you know, of the long run. Yeah, on um, mm. How often do I feed them? Uh, it just seems what to me it? that it's laziness.
2: Yes. I-, I don't know. Which is why the forums aren't popular, because... You know, it's like it's this mentality. And, you know, I don't necessarily blame young people. It's just that this is what they know. It's immediate satisfaction, whereas, you know, like you just react to something. It is. You don't have any chance to think about it or whatever. It's just like it pops on your phone. And, you know, I mean, I I don't know. It just seems like when I don't. I don't know. In the in the earlier days for me, when I was getting into carpets, you know, it's like you didn't have that right at your side. So like, you know, I was super excited to come home from work and be like, "Oh shit, I got to get on the form and see what was going on." You know, like <laughs> what 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 what's happening today, or you know, who hatched out what, or you know, I don't know. Yeah. It just it, it seemed like that that from those days there was, like, people that did pairings and you you would watch the whole process. And, like, you know, uh, I remember Luke Luke would post up, like, you know, hey, this is my IJ pairing. And, like, you would walk through the whole season with them right on the thread. Yeah. I mean, you would see when they locked and you would see when they – it's just, like, it doesn't flow like that on the way it is on Facebook, you know. I mean, on Facebook it's all – broken up, it's, you
5: know? It's more, um, it's less information, I think, on Facebook. It seemed like on the forums, you would get a lot more details, um, yeah. right? you know, more discussion about, you know, whatever it is that's being posted. Nowadays, it just seems like it's more or less, uh, this is this animal, you know, produced last year, and I'm guilty of the same thing on Facebook. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of people discussing the animals as much seems like it's more of a lot of check this awesome animal out and people like it or say right. hey that's cool and then that's all you really find out unless someone really pokes and prays about you know right. the animal itself. <clears throat> I don't know yeah. right. right the new date the way it is nowadays I guess um,
3: <laughs> you know
5: mm-hmm. Ima- imagine me I mean. I- It took me – I didn't get on Facebook um, until – it was December, I think, 2012, almost 2013, when I finally was talked into getting on here. And um, actually, a few people told me, you know, just get on there and use it as a tool. And, you know, it's a great tool for meeting people um, and for doing what we do, but there's also a lot of – things that I don't like to see <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> with the drama. And like you said, Eric, I, I do sense that there's, um, you know, like a fractured community. Seems like, you know, you have pick of the week, which to me, that's kind of always been like our main little spot to coast. And, you know, then you'll have someone start another group that doesn't no. like what's going on. In, you know, yeah. um, for instance, um, and this is not to change off of carpets, but David Means has scrub pythons. Well, yep. the guy went on there, started buying up a whole bunch of scrubs, and David was giving him some information that he had asked about, and I think he didn't really like uh, David's you know, comment or whatever, so he goes and starts another group. But now yeah. I see in his group, I'm seeing people that are getting into scrubs asking him, information and he's not experienced, they should be in a group where, you know, guys with years of experience are on there and can really help them out and give them correct info. And, um, you know, I think that's a big thing, why it's kind of like a divide. There's never like just one page, one group that everyone, you know, kind of stays with.
2: Yeah, I would almost be happy if, like, you know, if MP sort of moved to Facebook. You know what I mean? Even if that was yeah. the case, you know, like, yeah. this is <laughs> – I, 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 to me, it wouldn't even matter. But it just seems like that, you know, of, of course, there's certain people, for whatever reason, it's like they're anti-Moralia Pick of the Week. All right. Okay. So they right. go and they whatever. have the, this other yeah. group. You know, one of the things that, like, I still, to this day, like – like when Jason put together Morelia, et cetera, uh, to me, the idea was, and maybe I'm wrong, but I understand Jason is saying like, Hey, we do these carpets, but you know, there's other stuff that we're into. Um, here's a spot where you can go and post this out. You know, we've never been like really hawkish about people like posting other stuff on pick of the week, but you know, I mean, yeah, I you'll mean, see you'll see what we, you know, people put white lips and water pythons right. and hollow pythons and stuff like that. But, you know, you don't really see, like, colubrids and stuff. And there's a lot of cool colubrids. So, like, to me, I, I think Jason's idea was, because I remember, me, Owen, you were there with me at the show when we were talking about, you know, it's really cool that we have carpets and we really dig them. But we kind of want, you know, there's always that need to want that other thing. You know what I mean? Like, Something you know, else. it's like, yeah, yeah it's like, that's the idea, Morelia, et cetera. But then, like, you don't see, I, I shouldn't say you don't it see it, but really? it seems like it's just like Morelia again. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I want to yeah. see other stuff. Happened. It's like, yeah. what happened there? You know? <laughs> it's like you lost <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of this, yeah. Of this thing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I noticed uh, that right away. Oh
5: um, Yeah it's so nothing but Moralia. You know, it's like every ten posts is really an etc. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So to me uh, that was like know. for the for, for like, you know, if 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 for instance like if I wanted to post up my Okatee corn snakes and I wanted the yeah. same people that were into Moralia to sort of see them. Well, they might not see it on my page or whatever. So, like, I want to go to a group, and then I'll go to like a corn snake group, and you know, I might not get along with those people or whatever. I'm sort of like want to show it off to, uh, you know, to to the people that I know that you know in the Morelia yeah. world, and then that was kind of the 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 idea. It's just like, yeah, and I mean, then right. like your news feed is like you know, like seventeen pictures of the same snake and all these different same snake yeah <laughs> like yep. what the f-? Uh, yeah. i don't know
5: yeah but it can get a bit annoying sometimes you know
1: yeah break it up a little bit or take different pictures of the animals and, you know it's like if i took four pictures of my wet lips i'll use one picture here another picture here and another picture there so it's broken up a little bit I'm not going to take the same picture and post it on everything, so yeah. it's like that's where we kind of, kind of gets a little redundant. So okay. But,
2: okay. Yep. well uh, let's let's talk a little bit about um, you know what's your approach to keeping carpets. I know we're kind of like veering off on all these different topics and stuff, but I'm, yeah. I'm just curious, like what kind of caging do you use and your approach with temperatures and all that kind of stuff.
5: Uh, it's it's pretty much um pretty simple to be honest um mm-hmm. where where I keep my animals is basically right now an addition that was put onto my house, and um I have all types of caging in there, um kind of like a little bit of everything um which kind of drives me nuts right now um <laughs> uh, but um I have um I've got some like old Bowmaster cages. Um, <clears throat> I have some old cage crafters, they're called. Um, I have all different size racks. Um, I actually have custom cages that my father came up with a design. Um, it's quite similar to if you've ever seen Roger Lester's cages over okay. there in Australia. They kind of. The design looks very similar to his. Okay, um, I have some of those. The only thing is, you know, it's melamine, so they're heavy. So, yeah, you gotta worry about yeah. water and all that. But in in all honesty, they've actually been pretty great. I, I actually like them the same as you know the PVC cages, but minus the weight. Right. Um, right. I like. Um, well, for sliding glass wing doors. I have both. I have, um, you know, keep my hatchlings in six quarts when they first hatch out. Pump them up to uh, 15 quarts then 32s. I have some V70s Um, and then the caging. Um, And I will say this, uh, as far as the temperature drops, I don't know if we're going to get into breeding and everything. My room kind of fluctuates without What's going on outside um, uh-huh. more, than, more than probably most people's rooms would um when they added the addition to the house, I don't think it's insulated quite as quite as well, so mm-hmm. in the winter time, once it gets below forty thirty degrees, you can feel it back there you know um it gets a little cool sometimes I'll have to use a uh, a radiator heater, but I take my snakes down to 70 during the cooling season, and I bet that it's probably gotten into the 60s for when I do the cool down back there. To me, it works great. I think I kind of have a good formula, per se. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, last year, the pairings I did, you know, I had one female that I wasn't sure if she would go or not, and she didn't go, but the other pairings went well. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, other than that, pretty basic. I don't put my hot spot too hot, maybe 85-ish, uh, 86. Um, sometimes, you know, grabbing females, I'll I'll get a little warmer for them. I, I honestly, I, I read my snakes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm constantly in there, minimum, once in the morning, once in the evening, and that's minimal every day, um. And I kind of, you know, kind of read them, and, and you know, to adjust, you know, my husbandry and everything. So, other <clears>
3: than
5: <throat> how okay. in depth you want to get into, as far as the keeping, we tape for heating in the racks. I do use radiant heat panels for all the caging. Um, and what I found when you use those is to actually, if you want to use a um a hot spot that is 85 or above, I would recommend making sure that you have a shelf or some co- something for an animal to get closer to the RHP. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because what I found with it was if I didn't have something like that where my probe was set for the hot spot, then there really wasn't a side of the cage that was cool enough for the animals. So, right. for instance, if I set a hot spot at 86 and it didn't have a shelf close enough for those animals to get up and get to that spot, I was mm-hmm. finding that on the other side of the cage was only, you know, 85, 84, so there wasn't a big difference. I, You know, I like my snakes to be able to cool down and get off that heat um, because uh, anything above 85, I notice they just, they want to stay away from it. That's just my experience. Um, I think some people make them too hot.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm curious with um, when your temperatures are getting down, you know, possibly even into the 60s with having IJs, have you noticed any issues with them going down that low? <clears throat>
5: Not yet. Um,
2: no.
5: no, and here's here's the thing. I, you know, because I, I did at first think about. You know, I, I I was a little worried about it. What I do is, and I think Eric, you mentioned this before on the show. I keep mm-hmm. my ig's and my jungles higher up in the room. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it's a little bit warmer um, in the room, like and um when it's really really cold. What I'll do is adjust their temperatures to about 70. So, if it does get down into the 60s, they have that option to get on the heat. Gotcha. If that makes sense to you guys. Yep. So, for instance, during during the coldest time of the year, if it's super cold outside and my room is, you know, hitting the 60s, my uh, heat source will be set at 70 at the lowest. So, if Mm -hmm. it gets below that, that heat source is going to click on to give them the option to where if it's too cold and they need to warm up, they can do it.
2: I, yeah, I don't know what you guys experience, but it seems to me as long as um, it seems like carpets are pretty resilient, and as long as you're giving them that hot spot during the day, they can get pretty cold. Yep. You know. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: As long as they can warm up during the day, they're 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 pretty cold. I kind of yeah. I think, uh, you know, one, t- one thing that I never mentioned on the show, and you'll probably agree with me, Mike, since you kind of watch your snakes, but one of the things that I look for is, like, I notice that if I walk in and I see that my carpets are coiled really, really tight, and they're yeah. on the heat, like, uh. super tight, to me, that's telling me, eh, maybe they're a little, maybe that's a little too cold, you know? Um, yep. Yeah. I, I just see, like, I don't know how to explain. It's almost like they're on eggs, uh, to a certain, you know, like they're super tight ball, like they're trying to conserve every little bit of heat. Um, I might ju- adjust that. I noticed that with the, the snakes that I keep on the, on the lower, lower part of the room, um, right. sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be like that. So you sort of adjust accordingly, but
5: yep. yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I do the same.
5: Um, uh, I forget what I was going to say. I had a thought, but it slipped my mind just now. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I basically do the same thing. Um, my room also is set up to where the natural light cycle,
3: mm-hmm.
5: um, the whole, basically, my snakes run off of that. I don't have lights to come on inside that room. I have a huge sliding glass door mm-hmm. and a lot of large windows so during the day it's really bright in there. Um and what I found with that is that once the days start to shorten mm-hmm. even before I even before I start dropping nighttime lows, um, it seems like the snakes are starting to, to know it's coming. So um I've had snakes, you know, want to breed then, I've had snakes go off feed um a little bit early. Um yeah, so trying to get everything lined up last year, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to kind of do what I did, you know, do it, pull them in December through January and a little bit into February. I actually do it for about 10 weeks because it seems okay. down here in Maryland that that's the coldest time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um and I just kind of let let the snakes do their thing. I pair them up. I do pair them up early to see if there's interest and to let the uh, female know there's a male, you know, available to breed. So mm-hmm. like when I first start doing my nighttime drops, I'll introduce them, see if there's any kind of reproductive ha- behavior, um, leave them in there for a few days, pull them out. I might kind of, you know leave them in there for a few days, pull them out for the first few weeks. But then after that, once I start dropping the temps, you know, below the mid-70s at night, I pretty much leave the males with the females and go, I know it's done. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, that
1: makes sense.
2: Have you I, have I, you had I pretty any... much
5: do the same thing.
2: Have yeah. you had any issues with this season in particular? Just
5: thinking, um, not really. Um, my IJs and jungles, you know, seem to always go first. Um, the only thing I noticed was I did, I do have one pairing of, um, the Coastal where I'm still getting locks now and it looks like she's just built her follicles large enough to to where she's about to ovulate. Yeah, you Um, and I are in the same boat. Yeah, Yeah. kind of late. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the weather, you know, but it it didn't really, um, you know, things are kind of on track. If I look at when when I was getting uh, eggs last year, I'm pretty right. much right around the same same time, you know, within the week. As far as, hmm. like, my jungle, I did a repeat pairing for jungles. That animal is um, due to lay in about two weeks. And um, it's right around when she did last year, so it's you know I guess it really didn't affect um, the animals too much. Seems to be on track.
1: Yeah. Owen. That's no. I'm, uh, wait, I thought you were going to say something. You were like stuttering. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you are doing. <laughs> so I am waiting for you. But um, that was my sorry. mistake. Right. Um, what are the projects you're working on right
5: now? Like, what do you what do you got breeding right now this season? Right now this season, um, super caramel tiger jags, um, right. super caramel clutch, and the super caramel clutch. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, the ones that I've posted from last year seem to have nice banding. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I'm
5: kind of. Working on that with that project a little bit and that pairing Um to, you know, the animals are both banded. I ended up getting some really nice animals for that pairing. So I did that pairing again. <clears throat> um, pure jungle clutches uh, for this year. Tiger to tiger pairings again. Um, let's see, the IJs. I only did one IJ pairing and that was my female that had some striping and I at, ended up pairing her to her clutch mate to see if I can uh, get any of that funky pattern in the offspring that I saw the, the parents have. Gotcha. Yeah. We'll see, see the results of that first before I figure out the direction I want to go with that. That's um, very cool. yeah. Um, anything more than that right now with what I have going on personally, um, I couldn't imagine having to get more than that feeding and, you know, <laughs> keeping up with the new fast-paced uh, world of Facebook and sharing. You know, just, to, it's about, <laughs> that's good enough for me right now. Uh, right. You know, 2018, Um, it's going to be a little crazy, I think. But we'll see. I even thought about, uh I had somebody offer to come down and, Clean clean the animals for me. You guys probably know. Told uh, them all. Nick Scully. Okay. Get them down Uh, here on the weekends and make them wear a Ravens jersey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 that (laughs) is. He's a big fan. Punishment. Yeah. No one should wear
5: a Ravens jersey. That's just horrible. <laughs> that's right. You're a Steelers guy, aren't right? you? Damn right I am. Oh, yeah. you, you know, not to get off topic, but we have Wallace. We signed Mike Wallace today.
1: Congratulations. <laughs> you can have our
5: trash. That's adorable. <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll go Ouch. get more Lombardi trophies. So. Uh, anyway. fun,
0: though, man. <laughs> of course.
1: It's like yeah. well, I, I watch you and Jason and Balin like comment, 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 and I'm like I'm just going to sit over here and be very, very, very quiet. You know, <laughs> depending, on how, depending on how the game is going, if we start winning, then I start throwing my hat in this ring. But until then, I sit <laughs> there quietly. Don't say anything. Um, so, Anyway, um, so uh, how would you go about establishing your babies? I know you said like getting baby started and I know we've talked to people like Nick where he's like oh I have to go get 700 babies feeding and
5: I'm like what so like, yeah. how, how do you <clears throat> your guys establish i tell you what with carpet pythons for me and you guys already you know talk about it more than once live hoppers for tricky carpets seems to do yes. the trick um, <clears throat> you know and if that doesn't work ASF That seems to be the trick. Um, And then worst case scenario, what I've done is assist feed maybe a few times and then eventually they'll take it on their own. Um, You know, back years ago working with different species, you know, we used to force feed right away and it it was just a lot different. I just think the biggest thing to get in the babies to eat right out of the egg is to be patient.
2: Right.
0: You
5: know, um, I've, I've, you know, read comments and stuff online of people saying, you know, hey, it's been six weeks and and I can't get this, you know, I've gotten only this many we'll eat so far. Be patient. You know, I just give them the eyeball test. If I feel like they're starting to get a little too, too thin, too weak, then, you know, I might opt to um, give them an assist feed. But uh-huh. so far, they're so good in my experience with carpets. Um, I, um, let me see. The jungles, they they were a little finicky at first, but live hoppers, every one of them. Mm. Yep. I just had to be patient. bread are the worst. Like, they're afraid
1: of dead <laughs> hoppers. I don't know why. But it's like they—they they, they, honestly got ran away from them. Even even if I just laid them down in the cage, but the second I put live hoppers in there, every single one of them ate. So, um, you, you're exactly correct. Just the live food. I don't know if they, they
5: jump yeah. and get some the around gets them all movement. going or whatever. Yeah. The
3: movement
5: and uh, them picking up the heat from a live animal. Yep. 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 Yeah. I think that's you know, it's one of the triggers. And then once they once they take that they seem to start to get it, you know. Right. So um I wanna say offhand, from last year I think I have maybe one animal that still prefers live. Um, and I've gotten them to take frozen fall now, but for the most part it just seems like once they they get the first meal or two, they seem uh-huh. to do pretty well. Yeah, <clears throat> Oh yeah, getting that
3: getting I'm started. The
5: trigger, though. I,
3: I think I've probably tried every trick
5: in the book You know, sometime in my life Chick down, chicken broth, mm-hmm. yogurt um, I've done all you that know? stuff But um, I didn't have to do it with carpets
2: <laughs> Yeah, they seem yeah, to be uh, Go ahead, Owen
1: I mean, I tried tuna If that's one of them we were going to discuss But that was weird so yeah. I don't know any, um,
5: any positive results. Uh,
1: I got I had two. This is like my first clutch of carpets. Um, And I had two non feeders and I actually drained a can of tuna and then like <clears throat> soaked the hopper in it and they right. ate it. But then I couldn't get them to eat a normal hopper not soaked in tuna fish. So I had to wean really? them onto a normal hopper. So right. I would not recommend it. Of course, this was. If I just gone and just bought fricking live, I probably would have avoided all this. But I was stupid, so. You didn't learn, but yeah, yeah. And I've tried the yogurt, and I've tried chick down, pinky heads, uh, chicken broth, a live chick. I mean, everything you can think of, it's been tried. So
5: let me let me ask you guys this: What's your experience yeah. with? For me, so far with with the carpets I've worked with, my IJs, and I'm wondering if it's because they're only one generation removed from the wild. They seem to act like what you said, Owen, with the Bradley. They yeah. seem to not want anything to do with rats. They'd rather flee. They'll readily take mice. Now, with, my, with the jungles, um, they seem to... Prefer if you put just a little tiny bit of chick down on the top of the mouse head, and then let the mouse yeah. go in. It's like it's. Uh, I think. What did you guys say? Uh, carpet crack for yeah. yeah. The
3: yeah. chick
5: down. The chick down seemed to work like that for me, for like the really uh, finicky carpets, mm-hmm. as far as jungles and IJs. Um, have you guys found that with with those? Yeah, you know, um, I just you know, concern mice and. Good. On U.S. I have, answer. I have, I have not. Um,
1: because I usually will get them started on hoppers, and then I'll get them onto the rats as soon as possible. Um, right, and then that's where they stay. Um, and I've not done chick down. I will do something far grosser, um, and that is um, brain I'll take yeah. Um, I'll mm-hmm. take the pinky and I'll brain it and I'll smear the brain onto the hopper that I want them to eat. So and I'll also do that if I want to with uh like I'll 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 cut the pinky down the middle and rub all that yeah. on top of the head of the hopper. That works great. I mean and that that works uh I found that work on a bunch of animals where it works a lot on an animal that has taken a meal like every once in a while you get one that takes a meal And then, I guess, like, doesn't like it and never takes another one. Um, Right. So, doing that, Mm. like, the brain will definitely get them eating again, and then you just stop doing it and they keep going. I've done that with great success, but I've not seen any preference of rat to mice, especially as they get a little bit bigger, because I'll just interchange rat and mice, rat and mice, rat and mice, and then no more mice, just all rat after a certain point, and then they're good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've... I I found that um, with uh, IJs can be, uh, well, like my first clutch of IJs, everything ate. I had no issues. That was maternal incubation. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I have no idea. Um, Could just be beginner's luck. (laughs) But um, uh, I've had more problems with jungles or anything that had jungles crossed into it. My current way that I approach it is a little bit different than Owen's, and probably uh in the long run probably ends up uh costing me sales and like why are your carpets smaller than than everybody else's carpets type of deal um but I'm, I'm big into uh cycling and uh I'm big into um that animal from birth is going to cycle um you know, in my room, because I feel that one of the things that I see with talking to these guys like Nick and Ryan and all these guys that have animals that they produced and they grew up and they that are in their collections is that you know they're used to their rooms and 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 they're used to the cycle that goes on so much so that you probably don't even need as much of a you know. The, just, the, just the normal cycles of the room, have they've become acclimated to, and they just go off of that. So, like, what happens with mine is, is that, you know, when it cools down and I don't feed, I don't feed offspring either. And I I don't know. They're always hungry, you know. I mean, like, right. I never have a problem with them refusing because they're probably, you know, <laughs> they, 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 maybe they realize that food food is not gonna. I'm not like that guy that goes every Saturday and feeds right. feeds. You know what I'm saying? Like that's oh, yeah, well, just right.
5: how I'd I do it. Know, I do the cycle feeding also. I um I definitely I see I definitely feed more similar to you, Eric. Um, mm. I my hatchlings, you know, right out of the egg are going to experience. The same, you know, as my adults. But one thing I will say is um, I still leave the hatchlings a little bit warmer Uh as far as the hot spot. I don't let them get down. Like, I'll never never take them down to 70. But um, I'll uh, decrease their feeding. So they really do not eat um, December and January into February. I'm just now starting to get some meals in them again.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yep. Um
5: and then as as they grow, the feedings are less frequent. Their meals yep. get a little bit bigger, and they don't get fed quite as often. Um, yep. you know, um I'm not uh every week let's feed the snakes like like some people, and I get it, you know, it's interaction. You know, you feel like you're, it makes you feel good when your snakes are all eating and all that stuff. Um, But for me, and I don't know, I think that I kind of saw how well um, it was working with my scrubs as far as their physical, um, as far as physically. They just seem Mm -hmm. so fit. Um, To me, they seem so healthy feeding like that. So I did mm-hmm. that with the carpet, and I'm going to tell you if you saw my male jungle that this year is fired his second clutch, Um, he, he is tiny. Um, <laughs>
3: like yeah, mine, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah,
5: he is. I ought to do a uh, comparison with, like, you know, a pen or something next to him and share it. Uh, I think some people would uh, might not believe me. If that's that <laughs> <laughs> small. Wow. So
2: I, yeah, so we're kind of on that same. But although I do yeah. let my 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 young get down to the, the whatever the room is, man. If it's getting down to seventy, it's what it is. You know, right. I, I just I just want them in that program of yep. uh, you know of what's going on in my room. Now on the on the bed the bad side of that is is that like if I was going to sell snakes, you know my they're, they're smaller, you know, and, like, yep. people are looking for, and especially with carpets, you know, it's like that once they start to, once they get through that uh, period to where they're just gray and, you know, dull and whatnot, then all of a sudden they start to get colors when they would start to, uh, you know, people would be interested in them, so to speak, you know. Right. Uh, yep. I don't know. Works for me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I I basically,
5: like I said, I basically, I had the same mindset as you. I just don't get quite as cold for the hatchlings. Yeah. But they still experience, you know, the season. The
2: drop. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, my feeling was is that, so if it's going to get colder in the room and my adults are not eating, then that would only make sense that, You know, one of the reasons why is because I don't want them, like, you know, I don't want the food to go bad in their gut or whatever and, you know, have kind of other issues or problems that would arise. And I tend to feed, like, because I feed mice up until, you know, the carpet is big enough to take a small rat. Um, Right. So, they're taking pretty big meals, you know. I mean, I never Mm -hmm. do anything pink. Like no pinkies, no, none of that, uh, for carpets. Um, just always, you know, uh, I try to use hoppers and mice, and that's about it. So much so that I think that I'm gonna like maybe breed some, some hoppers. And, and I ended up. Oh to do god,
1: it. don't do it! Yeah.
2: Uh, did you do I
1: it? You did it, Mike? It.
5: Yeah. 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 I ended up having to because um, it was just too difficult for me. To you know, every time I needed them to figure out, all right, you know, let me call my rack guy and, and hook up with him and getting live and it, it's just a headache. And when you have so many babies that you ha- that you need hoppers for, you know, you need them on hand. Yeah. you need to be able to, you know, go grab one and when you need it, not wait until you can meet up and go get some. Or so yeah, I ended up doing it. Um. This past season, I started doing it, and at first, I had a hard time getting um, the mice to breed. Really? um, Yeah, I I didn't... I I thought, you know, what's going on? And I talked to a few people, and they thought it might have been that they were too warm where I had them.
3: Mm So,
5: I ended up putting some fans in there and trying to get the temperature of the room where they're at a little bit cooler. And right away I started getting litters. So, so I don't know, I, mean, I guess that's what it was. So um, how cold
2: what's the temperature that they have to be to uh
5: to get well, them going? Just just like normal room temperature for us. I they were originally in a room where, you know, if you were eating a snake room uh, um yeah, it's where it was a little warm but you know, sometimes it would get mid eighties and it was muggy.
2: Oh, gotcha. So, um,
5: yeah. So I ended up having to move them, and I mean, it's working out pretty good now. You know, no, so no more chasing them down. They're at my convenience, and uh, I couldn't imagine, you know, having to go by around those hoppers every time I'm feeding all the ha- all the hatchlings. It's just, you know, couldn't imagine doing it. <laughs> yeah.
2: So. <laughs> So what do you um like what are you are you breeding them in a rack or are you do you have a big group of them or what
5: how, how no, did you set you know, that up Not a big group um I really in all honesty it's a small group just enough to maintain what I need for hatchlings Gotcha. Um, I have as far as like adult mice I do have someone that kind of gives me a hook up on them right so I can get them pretty regularly I gotcha. So I always have those on hand. But, um, yeah, and another thing, since we're talking about mice and the convenience of have them, another reason why I did it is I don't mind um, feeding, like, male jungles and male IJs uh, mice. You know, I don't spaz out because I can't get them to feed on rats. Mm. Um, you know, I don't mind it. It's easy. It keeps them small. And for me personally, every mouse or male I have is one of the best breeders. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that temperature starts to drop and the daylight starts to shorten. They're constantly just cruising ready to breed. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. So, Interesting. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I might break down and do it. Um yeah, I've been sitting on the fence with it, but like from the get go, like I, I'm, I'm basically like you. My males are small, so they're, I'm with you, man. I don't care. I don't. If that's what's gonna get you going, then do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, Honestly, it's
5: not like you do hear people say, "Oh, I don't know if it's worth it and this and that." If you just do a small colony, it's nothing. I mean, I'm, I, I'm so glad I did it. No. I was kind of like you. I was on the fence, you know, like, do I really feel like dealing with mice and breeding rodents? But as long as you're not, you know, doing like an all-out rodent uh, operation, and you keep it small, just enough to maybe feed your collection and what you need, it's really not that much. It's pretty simple. So how
2: many? How many do you have? Like, what do you have? Like uh, a, a rack, or yeah. do you have? I have a couple
5: racks. A friend of mine uh, used to breed them here locally, and oh, yeah. he ended up, you know, basically uh, going out of business. He he has a restaurant, and he just didn't have time anymore. And uh, he ended up giving me a couple racks, and you know, once I had those, I was like, well, I guess I had to do it now. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. You know. So it was all it was kind of fell right into my lap, and um. So I went and got some live young adult mice, and um, mm. from there, um, it's it's perfect for me, you know, for my collection. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I cause, so basically from the get go, you're feeding live hoppers because that's what I do. I mean, I mess around yeah. with all this nonsense and everything, but it just seems to me like their first round, they're getting they're getting live, you know. If, yep. uh, the next time I go around, I think I do it three times. I feed them live. And then by that third mm. time when they're pretty consistent <laughs> is when I try to offer frozen thawed. And it seems yeah. that once you get like maybe three or four feedings into carpets, they're pretty much that then they're just going, you know,
5: at least that's right. been my
2: experience, you know, but me too. I, I definitely more often
5: than not, you know, you're always yeah. going to have
2: a sure. few that
5: don't, you know, but um yeah, I'm with you. I've had the same experience.
2: Shit, that one um zebra jag that remember Owen the yeah. one that got out of the cage? Yeah. And, or oh, got up oh, in the lo- light did or not, whatever. Did not get out of the cage. No animals were out
5: of cages. <laughs> they
2: were in
3: cages. Yeah. Bad. That thing <laughs> no.
2: didn't eat that didn't eat for 6 months. I couldn't ever. Yeah. 6 months. Oh. It wouldn't eat. And I'm just in the mindset like I and again that was like the first year that zebra jags were produced in the states right. and like, you know, that animal was worth like, I don't know, $2,000 and I, I this is my approach. If you're not going to eat, then you're going to die. <laughs> it's just yeah. simple, you know. Good luck, Chuck. Yeah. Because I think so. you to a certain extent you're 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 propagating those that bad feeder, right? I would imagine that we that did. is somewhat genetic. Mm. I don't want that shit, you know? I want the yeah, animal to it, party. It, it's weird. It's
1: like my first clutch, they weren't eating, and I, I force-fed a bunch of them, and I was, like, there was, and then some took feeding and some took whatever. There was one that I, I kept force-feeding her for almost a year, and she ended up just dying on me because it happened. But it's like I've never done it again. I will never force-feed a baby again. I will... Do everything in my power to get you to eat normal, but if you're going to keep refusing, and just go. Sign on up. But having since I've adopted that, I've not had a baby just drop dead of starvation. Like they've always yeah. somewhere through all the stupid tricks and everything I got, they'll always start eating.
2: So I've had a couple. I've had a couple. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, it is what it is, you know, you're not, you're not going to eat. The only one I did that with, the only one I, I had any, you know, uh, I force fed, well not, I cis fed the, uh, albino zebra jag. Um, and then, you know, one time doing that and then it was off to the races after that. So,
3: yeah. so.
2: huh? Okay. Um, All right, that's – so, yeah, and you said you're keeping them in six-quart tubs, right, when they're babies? Yeah, right out of the egg,
5: Yeah, they go in six-quart tubs. Do
1: you you offer any kind of, like, perching or anything like that for them to chill out with?
5: I'm pretty simple when they're babies. I do um, – you know the uh, – what is it? The green little, um, uh, I don't even know, to be honest, what it's co- called. You can buy it in a roll. Um, oh, the
1: plastic, like, fence thing, right?
5: Y- yes, yes. I um, have a roll of that. I offer that in there. I have a hide, and what I found, um, the babies, they'll perch right on top the hide the most.
3: <clears throat>
5: um, and then they perch on the side of the water bowls I use. So, And then I use paper towels for substrate.
3: I also put,
5: um I'll take um the uh cardboard from paper towel rolls, cut that in half, and put pieces of that in there like for little tubes for them to crawl in and you know hide in so they feel secure <clears throat> one thing i will pull. say one thing I'll say about some of the babies and substrate and everything. It's a little trick I learned. I mean, it's worked for me and I guess, you know, I'd like to share it in case, you know, someone ever wants to try it or whatever, but when you use paper towels, I feel like a snake that is stressed doesn't feel secure when you use paper towels and substrate.
3: Uh And I
5: feel like if you use something like shredded aspen where the snakes can you know, buried down in there, and they can feel that aspen uh, up against their body when they're coiled, when they're bedded in it. I think it gives them a sense of security because I've, um, I've done that before where I couldn't get a snake eating, switched from paper tail to aspen shredding, and I could get them to eat. Huh. I don't know. It's, seen, it's a little trick. So far, every time I've done it, it's worked. <clears throat> no, it's I it was... <clears throat> Excuse me. I thought it was because feeling um, maybe a little stressed out, and right. I felt like the Aspen when they would burrow in it, um, it would give them a sense of security. I think.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
5: Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. I, uh, Just figure it there. It seems to yeah. work, you know, for me. But um, you know.
2: You know what's uh what's weird is is that I noticed with my young IJs. Um, when I was using uh paper towels um or even uh unprinted newspaper I use sometimes, what would happen is um that uh they would um they would constantly be spill well it seems like they're spilling their water bowls because the freaking thing is always wet you know it's like oh yeah wet. Mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. what the-? you know why is this always wet and um <clears throat> what i did i actually learned – i just kind of stole this from Matt because um, Matt Matt was doing this with his uh, Borneos and such that were sort of like, I think he was doing it for the same reason. But what he was using was sphagnum moss, and mm-hmm. he was just putting it in there, and you know that was their substrate, and they just sort of burrowed down, and he could keep them a you know a little bit a little you know moister, and the moisture in the was a little bit better and. So I said, hmm, that's interesting. I started doing that with my uh, young IJs, and uh,
4: mm-hmm.
2: they no more issues with the uh, – with the. Uh, I noticed they're always in their water bowls, too. I don't know if you've – like, for some reason, IJs freaking love just laying in the water. Um, yeah, you know, and I noticed it, that, yep. <clears throat> you noticed that, too? Mm-hmm, and, yep, you know, I, I, I've I just, had it. I would be freaking out like, oh shit, you know, oh no, it's mites or you, know, you, it's just, right? you, you see all your you? <laughs> you see all your babies in water bowls. That's like you know you know where everybody's mind goes right away. You're like, oh fuck, oh me. my
5: god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so but it's uh, near the water, it has mites. <laughs> yeah. So uh, once I did that, I don't see that anymore. I you know they just right. barrowed down and uh, you know so I uh, yeah. Uh, I'm 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 re I'm getting what you're putting down. I'm I'm with mm-hmm. you. So so I'm I'm guessing that's what you use uh, consistently, right? Aspen, do you have any problems with mold? I I heard that like molding with aspen is no uh, no um well actually I mean I use paper towels. For the most
5: part, when you use the aspen for snakes that are a little tricky to get feeding and snakes that seem like they might be a little stressed out.
2: Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So 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 you only switch to it when there's a problem. Right, right. I got
5: you. Okay. Um, Now, I do use shredded aspen in some racks, uh, mainly because I can't stand, uh, you know, if how the newspaper gets if it gets wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inside of a rack, um, that sliminess sometimes if the water, some of the water comes out of the dish and, um, you know, it's it's. I like the look of it too. For me as a keeper, it makes me feel like I'm. I don't know. <laughs> at least keeping the animals on some kind of uh, I don't know, surface besides newspaper. I mean, you know, things right. change since, you know, years ago, so some things I still try to keep more like I used to do, you know, the the, the Aspen kind of keeps me there when I use that in the racks. Um, I've never had any problem with molding. It's easy yeah. for me as far as, um you know, you're doing a check in the morning and you're running late for work and mm-hmm. you can spot clean real fast. Aspen's very convenient for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like that. So, it has its pros and cons. Um, in the larger cages, I use newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much a no-brainer for me. Um, pretty simple. You know, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, years ago when we would use cypress mulch and aspen. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're cleaning cages and it's your whole floors covered with it. And um, it just... You know, you open the cage door lid, and if you have a snake that, you know, your snake pushes it out of the cage, it just gets too messy for me personally to have to deal with. I just don't like dealing with it. And Mm -hmm. the newspaper just seems really simple. So that's what I use in the larger cages now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think Owen would probably agree with you. Didn't you switch to uh, Cypress at one point, Owen? And then said,
1: (laughs) I did. I
2: did, but then I went. Back like
1: I I had, I was all about it, and I loved how everything was working out, and how everything just kind of smelled like nice and woods and
3: Uh, stuff.
1: But I was driven absolutely crazy by the gnats. There were these tiny little gnats or something that somehow got (laughs) into the mulch and just kept breeding, and I couldn't no matter how many changes you did. Uh, I it, I lost my goddamn mind. So <laughs> no more. I, of I will I say, say
5: Oh, and um, I, I will say, um, do you get a sense like because you have you know you have scrubs and white lips? For some Kay. reason, I can't bring myself to use newspaper with them. I um, <laughs> have used. I will use a, a, this.
1: I love how you said that because at one point I was exactly the same. But I'm telling you right now, uh, all my scrubs are on newspaper and all my white lips are on newspaper except my adult pair, which is on mulch. Okay. I have have my adult pair of white lips on mulch because I want them to make tiny white lips. Right. And I'm trying to trick them into doing things. I don't think it's
5: working, but... (laughs) I think that's kind of my thinking. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. using cypress mulch or something, you know, for things that are a little bit more difficult to get going and breeding and reproducing, I don't know. I just, even if it's just for me mentally, I feel like I have a better shot and it's something better, uh, a better tactic to use to make the animal feel comfortable than newspaper. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean... And I set up I set up my my adult white lips cage so that I maybe I'll check on them daily, but it's a quick peek in and out because they have a huge ass water bowl and uh, it's actually just a big plastic bin for them to curl up in. Mm-hmm. And I will do the spot clean, but other than that, I I try not to mess with them at all. Um, I have the high box position so that. If they're hiding in it, they don't see, like, it's not pointed at the door. They can totally not see me. Um, and I think that's the best way to work with some of these high-strung animals is just yeah, remove the yourself hell. out of the equation. Yeah, leave them the hell yeah. alone. So I, I, I'll know if there's something up, like, if I see the male, like, all the way on the other end of the cage trying to get away from wherever the female is, I'll know there's something up, like, she's just sitting on eggs and is beating the crap at him. So I'll... Right. Then. Until then, I'll just leave them be. So, you know, I'm just gonna try to keep removing myself as far. Well. And they're in my, uh, the weightlifts are actually in my office. They're not down with the other snakes. So there's even that thing too. So right. they are real
5: far removed. So. <laughs> I I um I kind of do the same. I have um, an adult pair of uh, cannon bars right now that are together and. um I just in all honesty I think the key is to just leave them alone so you don't stress them out. Um yeah. and and I I also think that a mistake that might be made is when when you get new animals, for instance, you know, let's just say I just got my tandem bars, breeding them that initial season right afterwards, I don't think it's a good idea because I think it just adds stress to animals that are trying yeah. to adapt to a new environment. Uh, know, I'll agree to that. What I did with the adult pair I had together now is I've had them for a few years now, never tried to breed them yet. Really, Last year I put them together for a week maybe just to see if, you know, if there was anything that would happen reproductive. Um, but for the most part I put no effort into it. And I spent the last two years just trying to get them adapted to my setup, my environment, you know, um, basically leaving them alone, but they um, they seem very very well established now. They don't seem like they're stressed like when they first came here. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They almost and they also, it's like they they kind of know what I'm doing before I do it. Almost like they have my routine down now, to where it doesn't stress them out at all. <clears throat> so I think that's the key is getting them established, leaving them alone before attempting to, you know, breed them. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I,
2: I go ahead, Eric. The, I was going to say the uh, the barkers are are the, they they said that for the longest time. Like I think that with these uh, species like white lips and 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 tan bars and scrubs and all this, I don't think that it's necessarily that they're any more difficult to breed, or that the the trigger is any, you know what I mean? I, 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 it just seems odd that that pythons, no matter where they're from, um, when they were wild caught, they were difficult to breed. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. IJ, I, IJs at one point were difficult to breed. Um, you know, ball pythons were difficult to breed. Nobody could breed them. But, you know, I mean, and you have them and for whatever reason, those particular species that you're mentioning, scrubs, uh, you know, are highly, uh, well, as far as snakes go, they seem like they're, they're more intelligent than they're really in tune with what's going on, which mm-hmm. I think leads them more to be, uh, stressed. Um, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, you're, you're make, you make a good point that, um, they, they, they got your routine down, so to speak. And, you know, I think Ryan Young was big for me for, for like talking to him, even off the show, Mm -hmm. just like talking to him about like, just, just how he, you know, his approach is, is that once they're settled in, you know, that's when they're going to get on your schedule. Like, you know, you're trying to put they're not on your schedule and it may take years um, the mm-hmm. problem is, is that, you know, with these things like scrubs and, and white lips and, you know, I think that, um, people want immediate gratification, uh, yeah. you know, and they're not willing yeah. to say, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to wait, you know, this project is going to be eight years long. You know, I think like mm-hmm. Rob, Rob Stone, uh, with his Halma hair scrubs, you know, he, uh. He goes over it each year, and each year I hope that he, um, you know, is going to be successful. But I, I know one of these years he's going to hit it because just, just from the behavior of his animals and him, you know, saying that they're sort of, you know, chilled out and, you know, uh, relaxed and and getting into All the right. groove. And once you figure it out, I think that's that's when you have success. You know,
3: just Definitely. my
2: opinion, but. Yep. I don't think there's a I magic do. equation, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Nope.
5: Yeah, I, I do I think that is the biggest thing though. The uh as far as people with scrubs and you know, some of these other species. Um they want them to reproduce now and not yeah. five years from now, once they're they're settled in and established to your environment. Um, you know, and they get on a good cycle with your routine and how the seasons are. So,
2: it seemed you know that was always my problem with the uh the whole rare reptile idea, right? You know, it's not it's not that I I shouldn't say that I had a problem with it. It was just it seemed hypocritical to me. You know, because everybody was like I'm going to try to breed this rare species, which is awesome, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. you know more, more people should be doing that and, you know, maybe these These species would be established in captivity, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I'm not against that, but they would be in a rush because they want to be that person that produces it, which is no different than the mentality that they're so anti against when it comes to morphs. You know what I mean? It's the same mentality, but because this is a you know uh, a brown tree skink that somehow this is acceptable, but if I'm breeding, a, you know, an albino, uh, super zebra, blah, 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 that somehow this becomes unacceptable, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, yep. just yep. one of my peeps, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> you know, <clears throat> like if you're into that species, then, you know, uh, then, you should want to be working with it and try to figure it out. But it's a shame because most people, I'm even guilty of this as well. Like you get scrubs, you think, oh yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be a fun ride. You know, these are, they're beautiful animals. And then, nope, <laughs> you know, you yeah. them on and then they have to reset, reset.
5: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They're definitely yep. not they're for weird. everyone. And, and right. I think
2: a huge part of,
5: for the person that does get them and then does decide to put the time in and work with them for a long time, figure them out, it also depends on the animals you have. You know, I think if you get the right animals, that, right. You know, it's good for the keeper who, who's going to put the work in. Um, sure. For instance, I personally don't know if I could put 10 years into working with cannon bars to figure them out. If every time I had to change the water bowl and worry about getting my, my flesh life stop. Right? Yeah. Um, you yeah. understand? I think um, trying to be patient, getting um, healthy animals, because you can't always get captive Born. Um right. You know, don't just go out and buy, up. Oh, there's a shipment in, and there's, you know, this, this, and that. I'm going to order some, and I just don't recommend that, you know, being the way to acquire them. So you have to be patient and get the right animals, and then, you know, once you get those animals, Put all that time into them. I I don't know. I think they'll be figured out. You know, we'll know a little bit more about them within the next few years. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's it's. You know, I'm. I I think maybe there might be something like when I say that they're not difficult. I like who am I to say it because I haven't bred them. You know what I mean? And I, I don't mean to say like they're, they're they're super easy like. But what I mean by that is is that we're you know, there there could be multiple factors in as far as like mm-hmm. when they're ovulating, you know, we're thinking they're on this schedule when they're not. You know? Right. But people aren't it's 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 hard when you're not like I think that's why guys like David Means was successful because that's what he focused on. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he had yep. a laser focus on scrubs and he was successful. You know, that was his collection. And, yep, uh, um, right. you know, it right. wasn't like uh, he was uh, doing, uh, carpets and he had a couple scrubs and this was just a side project type of thing, you know, right. everything was acclimated to what those scrubs needed. Maybe there, I mean, when he talked on the show, I think he said that they were, it was quite different on how he approached, you know, breeding them, you know? Mm-hmm. I
1: think that also you have to kind of roll with the punches. Like, I had my tenon bars together, and we had nothing but slugs this year. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think it's because my male, he is just so wired and high-strung. Um, I think next year when I set them up, I'm going to set it up to be almost exactly like the white lifts, where it's like on mulch with perches and I'm even probably going to put a cover on the door so that you can't even see me. This way, it's like you guys are perfectly all on your own, and I'm not even going to touch you. So right. I, then they might relax, and I might actually get some fertile eggs. Uh-huh. Plus, I'm also, I'm also putting I'm putting food to the girl like mm-hmm. hell already. So i bulk her up a little bit.
2: Since we're talking about scrubs, uh... Mike, what's the scrub? What's the story with the scrub that's in your uh, your profile pic on Facebook? That's um, David Means
5: produced scrub. Nice. What um, year? I think
2: uh, 2010. Oh yeah, I got a sibling to that. Yes, I was was going to say I I, (laughs) I thought you might have had a
5: uh, clutch mate. Yeah. Yeah. I still have her. Oh, There's a story to how I got that animal. It was uh, kind of a nightmare to get the animal, but it was all worth it in the end. Uh, I ended up driving uh, eight hours each way alone to go pick the animal up. Um, and my GPS took me through D.C. on the way down during the Redskins game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? it was, it was that one crazy road trip. To go get that animal, but um, uh, especially being by myself, you know, it'd be different if I had someone to talk to. But uh, right. yeah, that was a long ride. Left in the morning, didn't get home till like I think it was three in the morning, something like that. that wow, night. Jesus, yeah, yeah.
2: I did. It's crazy. I did. I did a similar trip. Of course, it didn't take me quite as long, but yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: we met. I think in Baltimore somewhere or something like. He came up from Virginia, and I drove down to Baltimore, so... Mm. That's right. I'm in Baltimore County. Oh, there you go. Cool. <clears throat> so, do you have a pair of them, or is, it barna- is that just a, I, a, have one captive,
5: I have one captive born from David, but uh-huh. I have wild-caught also. Okay. The reason why you'll see that animal um, more frequently is uh-huh. because it is so docile i can stick a camera right you know i can do anything with that animal um it, it's really amazing um really easy to photograph plus she's beautiful um she's so striking in person yeah. so uh, you know real easy to photograph um i have another giant pure male um which i know this is the carpet show so i'm not going to get too much into all that but, um, no, go ahead, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we all had them started. at one point. <laughs> no, no, I was, was going to start talking about the localities and the variation. And we'll be on here till tomorrow morning. no, <laughs> no, I don't feel bad oh, no. That. no, the blog
1: talk will cut us off at a certain point. <laughs> no. uh, I, I do guess, have a. Um, I, go ahead. I better. think
2: I think I'm probably going to I'm going to ask the question that you probably were going to go down the road. So, my question would be this. Do you feel that, like, crossing localities is a good thing or a bad thing?
5: That's sacrilege, dude. <laughs> well, I think right now where we're at today in the, as far as what we know about scrubs, uh-huh. i huh, going to be against it. Um, okay. I do think that when you're talking about northern barnecks and you're talking about southern, you know, and we call them a rook or however you guys want to pronounce it, and And then you start talking about localities, I think that there's tremendous variation within each area. And I don't necessarily think I believe that us over here in the States, without us doing the research or seeing the research that someone else has done, can Uh claim that this is exactly what an animal is from Jive Pure. See how it has the portholes right here? It definitely right. came from China. I don't necessarily think that you know that there is a you know a pattern that basically says this is where it's from exactly. Right.
3: Right.
5: Uh, I think there's just tremendous variation, and until we do more studies on them, you know, we just can only you know go by what we did to market them, and that's by labeling them by their you know their appearance. <clears throat> yeah. I would agree. So, yeah. Been for a while about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, they all, the localities have a general look, you know, as far as how, you know, what we call them in the U.S.
2: Um, but, similar to Chondros. It's similar to, yeah. very, very very, similar to Chondros, you know. Yeah. That's, um, actually, I think, uh,
5: you're going to end up, uh, one of my trips I'd love to go on would be, uh. Being able to go over there and basically, you know, study the different areas and you know do the research. I mean, that would be like a herping trip of a lifetime to go, right. um, you know, find animals in each locality and, and actually do the research and, and figure out exactly what's going on. Right. So we would have a better
2: understanding. Yeah, but, that would be uh, that would be quite a trip for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I'm, I I would, you know, I would tend to agree. I think that the the only problem that I have when it comes to locality stuff is, you know, the obvious uh, you know, if if you were told that this is from here, then, you know, it's not. The problem arises when all of a sudden an animal shows up and let's say just for sake of argument that it's legitimately from, you know, uh wherever, a rue or whatever, and it looks different and people are gonna be like, no, nope, that's not an aru and you know Right. I, I get you know, it's it's just like it's this specific phenotype and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So but that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I totally get understand why you would want to do that. Because what if all of a sudden, then on the flip side of it, if they do something like what would happen with the chondros, is that chondros are actually two separate species. I would imagine that it's the same thing with with uh, scrubs as well. I mean, it just seems odd yep. to me that, you know, all these different animals on the north are one species and all of them on the south are a different species. And everything that's on Australia is an is another species, so it would seem to me right. that, you know, that it would follow the same suit. And if you go and and just, you know, cross everything, um, you're really gonna just have hybrids. You know, at, at one right. point. <clears throat> yeah, so, I would never, um,
5: never cross. Uh, you know, I would never, I, I wouldn't do a sarong wrong right. to a pura. You know, as far as what we know them to be. Right. Um, not at this point in time from what mm-hmm. we think we know about scrubs. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally against all that. <laughs>
1: so, so I agree. no, I got, I got a question for you, Mike. It, I, this, I, I just saw these pop up. looks like a pair of uh, oxables. Right. Um, Would you be kind of a little hesitant about jumping onto that because of the fact that it's more of a rarer locality and it's kind of like, you don't really know, there could be a lot of question marks of the validity <laughs> with, are these actually oxables and, you know, right. uh, is that what we're really looking at here? Would you uh, kind of be hesitant or would you kind of be like, oxables, dive in, go? You know? Um,
5: see, it. Mm. I'd have to think about that. Um, you're, you're so. What you're saying is, would I acquire oxables and work with them myself? Also, uh, what do you think? Would 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 you see, if you saw a
1: pair of oxables on right? Which right. I I think I saw one on fauners. On with that, would okay. you be would would you just kind of be willing to go with your gut of I see these animals, they look like oxables, They must be oxyballs. Or would you kind of, knowing that there are a bunch of question marks of where they came from, are they true oxyballs, blah, 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 or would you kind of maybe pass on them because it's a rare thing?
5: You know, wouldn't you kind of want to get it all lined up? What I do to to describe a lot of um, locality animals is use the word, you know, I don't know. Like, I, you know, as far as if they look like what we know over here is oxables, um, sure, you know, I'd work with them for sure. But I know that there's still some questions as far as where these animals came from. If you watched uh, some of Dan Maleri's videos and some of the animals that he'll show that he gets uh, in, right. he does get some very unique-looking animals that when you look at them, it really could throw you on where they came from. Right. Um, you know, and I know he does get shipments where he, you know, he's personally been able to talk to someone that it's 100%. They know where the animals, you know, directly were uh, caught. You know, with the, the last white-lip shipment, I believe, he knew where those white-lips came from directly. But right. that's whole right. the case, you know. Um, you know, so I would sure, I'd work with them, but I wouldn't, I'd always, you know, label it like Jayapura type, um, Highland type. You know, I, I, I'm not going to say I know for sure. You know, um, I, I, one thing I see people do in the, you know, that are involved in scrubs is they've never even been out, been out of the United States and they claim to say, this is how it is over there.
3: Right. You know, and
5: they've never been there. They don't know. They don't, you know, I know this <laughs> literature and what I'm saying i I just oh
3: yeah,
5: how can someone yeah. claim no, no, this is I know it well, how do you know because there's not a lot of research done. I know you know we had Natouche um do that study, um but you know there's really not a lot of research on scrubs, not no.
2: recent, no, not at all. Yeah, I'm with you, man, you know, because it's the same it's the same again, it's the same thing you see in Gondros. If people know that you that that this is worth something um in the states, I mean, they're trying to feed their families and stuff. Of course, they're going to tell you right. it's from here or there or whatever magical land you wanted to be from, you know? I mean, y- unless you physically collected the animal and you can tell me the GPS coordinates of where you right. picked it up from, it, to me, it's, you know, we're just going – and and that was sort of my point. I'm glad you brought Dan up because that was sort of my point earlier um, is that, you know, he's getting in animals that are supposed to be this, but they look like that. And right. People, right. people are like, no, mm-hmm. that can't be – you know, you have like these holier-than-thou scrub people coming along and just screaming and hollering and saying, you know, he's wrong. Well, meanwhile, Dan's over in the goddamn field – you know, talking to the guy that picked it up. I think he has a little more uh, hands-on knowledge than you do. Uh, You you know, these keyboard cowboys that just come along and just are going to say how it is. And that's sort of my problem when it comes to you know, this lock and step that this locality has to have, you know, this, this, and this. I mean, look at even diamond pythons are like that. If you look in Australia, like where does diamond python, I mean, I know we know where diamonds end and coastal start, but it's just, it's just not like a line in the road that says diamonds don't pass this road, Coastals, you stay on that side of the road. You know, it's just like a, it's a natural Nothing. integration and, you know, what we have in the States, who knows? Maybe they are, you know what I'm saying? Like when these weird things pop right. out, we're like, oh, <clears throat> you must've mixed that up, man. That's like, right. uh, you know,
3: <laughs> I <don't> know.
2: Yep. <laughs> that's not pure. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah,
5: I agree.
2: So, all right. Oh, um, yeah. We're going to be cut off any minute, so why don't you throw out your, uh, your info, um, before we get called right. off, if wants to well. get some animals from you and stuff.
5: Yeah, um, well, first off, I want to give a shout out to, um, Andrew Paris, of uh, Paris Reptiles. Um, he was, he, he's done a lot for me, went out of his way, and, and he's really helped me get my Facebook page up and running because, uh. As some of you guys know, i um, kind of old-school guy, not real big into the social media, so he's a huge help. I wanted to throw him a shout-out. But um, I can be reached at Mid-Atlantic Reptile. Um, that's our Facebook page. Anything that's going on, um, I'll post up on there. I'm also on Facebook as Mike Cross. Um, you know, if you have any interest in anything going on, just shoot me a P.M., my email address is mikecross45 at gmail dot com. You can reach me there also. And we will have a website coming up, up and running. I will post on the Facebook page when we're going to launch that. Cool. All right. Very good. Awesome. Yeah, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Um, I guess, uh, you know, because there's a ton more that we could talk about, but, um, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess when we do uh, another carpet roundtable, we'll have to uh, get you back on here because, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I like the conversations Mm -hmm. where – I hate the conversations where the people (laughs) all agree, you know, because (laughs) – you don't, you don't really, right. like, uh, push the lid. It's like, yeah, I think Red Coastals are this, and, you know, the other person's like,
1: yeah. I would agree. It's like, that's <laughs> dumb, we want, con-
2: <laughs> we want controversy, you know? damn it. No, I, it's just I, that, uh, like putting different points of view out there, you know? That's how I look at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and, you better, know, for the, yeah.
5: most, for the most part, I always can take a step back and see the other side. Me too. You know, I don't. I never have that mind mentality where I think, because that's what I think, my way's right, and your way's wrong. I always can kind of see both sides right. um it it makes it fun for discussion,
2: yeah, you know? that's what that's what but, I meant, um, you know <laughs> yeah, like you're talking about wait. from m p days you know that's just right, like... definitely,
5: I mean, look at tonight we got sidetracked. I can't believe it's uh as late as it is. I didn't even say <laughs> half the stuff I uh jotted down, but I was <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah, I'm sitting here yeah. looking at stuff. I, I jotted down real fast. I, I didn't even say any of it, but...